I guess I'm ready to do this shit. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them cooters out. Yeah. was one take jason fuck yeah welcome to shit happens when you party naked motherfuckers happy new year 2021 i am your host jason almy as dj mentioned there and i am uh pleased to be wishing you a happy 2021 i hope you're all still with us i hope everybody who listened to this podcast in 2020 is still alive and that no one died of covid hopefully hopefully it was all just the old people in your life fuck them maybe You've made a New Year's resolution, maybe something like get to the gym more, go for walks, take better care of yourself, eat more fruits and vegetables, maybe be a kinder, more compassionate person, not me, Uh, maybe brush your teeth more, who knows, get better sleep at night, put a little cucumber slices on your eyes, I don't fucking know, whatever it is you resolved to do in 2021 i wish you success and if i may i would like to add one additional item to your 2021 resolution i would like for you to consider please as you're trying to improve yourself and be healthier and just a better all-around version of you it's not going to work by the way i I don't want to be that person who's it's early in January and I'm just here to tell you that you're going to fuck up and fail. But come on, what are you, 40? You've been doing this for, I don't know, like 37 years and you don't know at this point that you're going to completely have fucked the whole thing up by February. You will. I'm just saying. So hear me out. Feel me. All right. I'm your boy, Jason here. I'm, I'm trying to set you straight. You should resolve Make one resolution that's nice and easy. It's an easy win for you. You get one, you get the easy one crossed out, and look, you're not a total failure, and that'll help you with future successes. What you need to do is go to liquiddeath.com, all right? Did you hear that? It sounded an awful lot like a can. That could have been a beer. That could have been a Diet Coke. It was neither of those things. That was a delicious liquid death sparkling mountain water that I just opened in a can. Yeah, in a can, not a bottle, because bottles are for fucking assholes. Go fuck yourself if you drink water out of a bottle. You soy boy, fucking love BPA all up in your bloodstream. I don't even know what that is, but I'm pretty sure it's bad because everybody's talking about how they don't have any in there. Guess what? There's no BPA in a can. That only comes in plastic. Also, cans are infinitely recyclable, okay? LiquidDeath.com. Go. Make it your resolution to order yourself 
some delicious spring water. It's the best water. They've got great merchandise as well. They got some awesome uh, sweatpants. I they sent me some of these sweatpants like um, I don't know middle of December, like just before Christmas. I've been I've been wearing them pretty much nonstop. I'm a disgusting human being, and like the entire time I was in Atlanta. The, like days before Christmas, I'm recording with Chris and Adam here in the studio, the shit shack. That's what we're calling it this year. Okay. 2021, my resolution, I'm calling my studio, the shit shack. I happen to sit in this shame corner, but that's a whole nother story. I'll get into, I called uh special Olympics people retards. I didn't mean to, I, I, I said the I didn't call them retards. Okay. I don't call people retards, but I said the word retard on a stream. Anyway, back to liquid death, go order some liquid death, use the code party naked. When you check out, you will save 10%. That will make it uh, cheaper than getting it at Whole Foods and you don't have to feel like such a retard walking into Whole Foods. There, I said it. Don't bother with Whole Foods. Fuck Whole Foods. Jeff Bezos has enough money. You don't need to give him more. Amazon owns Whole Foods. Why do you want to give Jeff Bezos any more of your money? Go to liquiddeath.com. Order uh, some of the sweatpants like I got. I fucking love them. Uh, Order the water. The water is the best water. It's the best water that I've ever had. It comes out of a can. So if you give a fuck about the environment, it's way better than these uh, plastic bottles. You keep telling yourself are recyclable or whatever. You recycle them. They're like 18% recycled. These cans are like 98 plus percent recycled. It's way, way better to drink your water out of a can. And it's just better water than Evian or, or, or fucking whatever else. It's definitely better than Aquafina. That's toilet water. I mean, my fucking dog drinks better water than that when he drinks my piss water out of the fucking toilet. So fuck Dasani. Get on some Liquid Death. Hit liquiddeath.com. They are our sponsor. We love them. Um, I appreciated them in 2020 and on into 2021, of course. Which brings me to the content of today's episode. Oh, I just had to drink some delicious liquid death after that little that little uh, liquid death promo read there, which really wasn't a read. I'm, I'm making this shit up off the top of my head. I'm not reading anything, right? I'm just saying the words that come to me. I'm What kind of read for a product would include the word retarded like three times? Nothing would. It's just what's coming out of my mouth. It, it's complete um, stream of consciousness here. So... Um, the episode, of course, this is the first episode that I have recorded here in 2021. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, plus my little reference to last week's episode a moment ago. If you didn't get the joke when I said the R word a few times, go back and listen to last week's episode. That's a oblique reference to last week's episode, which is a terribly embarrassing experience for me. I released it on the internet nonetheless because I am a man of of um, unshakable integrity. I am a man of of um, just solid, uh, just honesty and and everything that a man should be, integrity, decency, that's me. I released this embarrassing piece of shit because I said I would and because uh, my friends really weren't going to leave me alone until I did. And I've understood in, in more recent years, I have come to understood, understand the old... Um, the old saying with friends like these who needs enemies, right? Uh, that has become true, true words for me in my life. But this being the first episode that I've recorded in 2021, not the first that I've released, of course, there's last week's little bonus episode for everybody enjoying their holiday or the tail end of their holidays. Now I bring you my annual, this is our third annual, it shit happens when you party naked, our third annual year in review. Typically, we will look back on the previous year with um, 
what's the right word for it with uh, maybe with a little cynicism, maybe cynicism is the right word for it. We will look back on the previous year that has just ended and we'll say, fuck that year because you know what? That was a dumb year anyway. All this stupid shit happened in that year and we're fucking glad it's over. That was the case for 2018. That was the case for 2019 as we did our retrospectives. But sitting here in 2021 and looking back on 2020, I really, I can't, I can't do an episode complaining about 2020 for an hour or two hours or whatever it is. I I can't do it. 5,000 other fucking podcasters have already done an episode this week complaining about 2020. I don't want to be another one out of the 10,000 people who have complained about the year 2020 on a podcast. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be that fucking guy who just copies everybody else and just says the same thing. You know what? I'm going to convince you over the next, with a couple of my friends, we are going to convince you over the next hour and a half, two hours. I don't know. Fucking strap in. This could be a long one. Okay. Cause I got thank yous at the back half of this episode too. I want to recognize everybody that made 2020 such a fucking awesome year. Cause that's what we're trying to convince you of tonight. 2020 was an awesome year. I can't take credit for the idea. I got to give credit up to Mrs. Uncle Randy. Mrs. Uncle Randy thought, you know, Jason always does this fuck 2020, fuck 2019, fuck 2018 thing. But you know, you got to flip things for 2020. It was such a fucked up year for so many people. It really was a strange year. Even even with it being a great year, it was a strange year for a lot of folks, myself included. And really did just life was just fucking weird in 2020 for sure. So Mrs. Uncle Randy came up with the idea. He he can't he can't just sit there and dog the year. And I have to agree with her. I can't just talk shit about 2020 cuz everybody's doing it. So we're going to talk about how awesome 2020 was as I drink my liquid death. Delicious. And uh, in order to, to do so, I, I opened the lines. I, in the weeks before Christmas, I, I, I placed the call out to you, the public, to see uh, what you guys thought was great about 2020. I wanted to find out what everybody thought, uh, what everybody thought went right. I mean, no year is perfect, right? I'm not here to to try to convince you that 2020 was the perfect year. No year is perfect. I mean, the bad things happen. You can't string together 12 months and expect every single day of all 365 days therein to be incredible, right? You're going to have some good days and you're going to have some bad days. You're going to have a lot of days that are just kind of meh, you know, in between. Um, but when you look back, you, you are going to have... Um, you know, you are going to have things that you can be happy about, that you can be proud of, uh, successes. You can have wonderful moments. You can have touching moments. And even if the world was kind of weird in 2020, I mean, you can still recognize why the year was such a great year. And so for that, I needed to I needed to assemble my team. I needed to get people uh, to to chime in what they thought was so great about 2020. So for that, we have just a whole bunch of voicemails. I've been collecting voicemails for the last several days, and I've got a bunch of voicemails that I want to play, and I'm going to comment on them. This is my first time hearing these voicemails. Um, We're coming off of a very busy time of year for a lot of people. I mean, pretty much every adult throughout the Christmas season, New Year's, and just getting back to work at the beginning of of January, I mean, it's a very busy time of 
of the year. There's a lot of decorating. There's a lot of planning of, of holiday shit. You got to buy shit for people. You got to wrap shit for people. If you got kids, of course, you're doing that times however many kids you got. You're playing the Santa Claus thing. You might be doing some traveling like my family did, my wife and kid and I. We, we actually drove this year because fucking COVID. We actually drove to Atlanta from New Hampshire. Fucking, I, I, I can't recommend that. Okay, there's a lot of things, questionable things that I can recommend. Not driving 19 hours from New Hampshire to, um, to Georgia, to Atlanta. I can't do that. That being said, I haven't listened to these voicemails yet. We're going to listen to them together in real time. They're going to be a surprise to us both. I don't know. I, I just don't know what I'm getting into when I play these. So let's go ahead. Let's jump into the first voicemail because i got a lot of these to play. I want to get rocking and rolling. Undoubtedly, I'm going to have comments on each one of these voicemails too. So let's let's jump into it. This is Dr. Zeus of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Why was 2020 awesome? With 2020, I learned to, to go inward rather than outward and become more introspective, meditate, and also put away a lot more money. So I learned more about money in 2020 and that's why it was good. So I want to give a shout out to Shit Happens and You Party Naked, the podcast, and let's hope that 2021, so far it's gotten off to a rocky start. Let's hope it's better. Yo, uh, thank you, Dr. Zeus, for calling in to say what's up and uh, talk about why he thought 2020 was good. So this might be a common theme. I hope it is. I hope that stacking cash is a common theme. Uh, for me, it definitely was. Like for, for my wife and I, 2020 was awesome because we um we we paid shit off like we we paid off we we have a couple cars but we only we paid off the one that we actually still owed money on so we paid off the car we had no car debt um and that we paid it off early i mean it was one of those things where um we just we had a little extra dough and why sit on a debt if you don't have to if you're listening to me right now i'm being dead fucking serious it's not a joke it's not set up for a joke fucking debt is a weight it's an anchor it's gonna it's going to hold you down. It's going to hold you back. So, um, avoid that, avoid the fuck out of debt, especially consumer debt. I'm not talking about a 30 year mortgage on a home or something like that. That's good. That's unavoidable. I mean, you're not going to save up $300,000 or $400,000 for a house and just have it cash in your bank account. Most normal human beings don't do that. So look, what I'm talking about is consumer debt. I'm talking about cars. I'm talking about biting off more than you can chew. I'm talking about $700 a month car payments and other bullshit that you just, you don't fucking need. The interest on is going to kill you. You're going to wind up paying all this and it's going to hold you back from, from doing things. I mean, the cars that you buy, the toys that you buy, the shit, you can't resell it. You can resell it, but it's going to be less than whatever you paid for it. So you're, you know, you can't resell it to pay it off. You're going to wind up owing money on this thing that you've already sold. Forget, forget about that. So Dr. Zeus, congrats and big ups. He, he did it right. You know, stack a little bit of cash. I think 2020 was a great year for a lot of us. Um, I was able to stack cash. My wife and I were able to do some things financially that we didn't necessarily expect at the beginning of the year because our fucking daycare just went kaputs. Like, they closed. They didn't just close. I mean, they like 
They closed. They're like out of business. They fucking bulldozed the building that it used to be in. You know what I mean? Like it's a pave. It's like a parking lot now. It's just paved over. Um, like it used to be an Indian graveyard. Then they paved over that and built a daycare. It was really kind of fucked up and spooky. But then COVID came. Now they've bulldozed over that. We got a parking lot where a dead daycare used to be, where some dead Native Americans used to be. So it's like triple haunted, but it's okay. We don't fuck with that anymore. So we saved, I don't know, we, you save like 800 bucks a month not fucking with daycare. So I do a little bit more babysitting. You know, it's a good thing. I'll, I'll get on to that in a little bit. But guys, check out Dr. Zeus podcast. Uh Dr. Zeus podcast is, it's a film podcast. So it's a Dr. Zeus film podcast, a lot of film and music stuff. Um, and it's a guy who watches all this shit, right? And he talks about some uh, lesser known, you know, cult classics, uh, classic films. You know, he's not out there talking about Fast and Furious, right? I mean, the guy's talking about uh, films from the 1930s, the stuff, really great stuff, like The Thin Man, Awful Truth, uh, shit like that. I was I was honored to be on his show in 2020. So there's another reason 2020 was awesome. So I got to say, everybody, do please check out the Dr. Zeus film podcast. You won't regret it. He does episodes on all sort of different some incredible films. You'll find an episode or two on some films that you really love. I promise you that go listen to Dr. Zeus and let's jump into the, uh, next, the next voicemail. 2020 has definitely been a good year for me. I was able to create an intentional community in the desert of Arizona. We out here getting naked, having fun. It's a bunch of women and me. We use crystals. We touch each other. It's all good. So if you want to learn more about my community, go to www.aloa.club. That's www.aloa.club. Or you can hit me on Snapchat, Arizona underscore shaman. That's A. R-I-Z-O-N-A underscore S-H-A-M-A-N. Well, shit, I know what I'm doing after this. I hope you guys wrote that down, uh, that website, because holy fucking shit, that man had a better 2020 than all of us combined. I should have played that fucking voicemail last. I'm just kind of going through these in the order in which I received them. Holy shit, that motherfucker had a year. Dude, the... That's on brand. He's out there in the desert getting naked, having fun, doing drugs. I'm sure these guys are on psychedelics, the women too. I'm sure the women too. They touch each other. Who doesn't like that? Uh, That's pretty much why I created this whole podcast was to create a community of weirdos who like getting naked, doing drugs and touching each other and touching themselves. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Shout out and big ups to Arizona underscore shaman on Snapchat. Uh, Everybody go. I don't know. Do you friend people on Snapchat? I, this is where I sound really old and really white. I don't know. I, do you friend people? Do you follow people? Do you like people? I don't know. Whatever you do on Snapchat, find each other. I'm booking a flight to Arizona right now. I'm going to tell you that. I'm in New Hampshire in the winter. It's fucking mid-January. It's terrible. It's going to be February soon. It's terrible. It's fucking awful. You don't want to be... You don't want to be fucking around in the snow out here. I'm going to go to Arizona where it's warm and you don't have to wear any clothing because honestly, I hate clothing. Let's be real. Clothing is fucking lame and it's for stupid fucking people. So get your titties out. Ooh, this next voicemail is from one Mr. Jody B of the Poe Boys podcast. Let's see what he's got to say. Jason, it's Jody B. 
What's up, retard? <laughs> hey, uh, tell me you needed things that were good in 2020. And uh, I was thinking about it, man. It's, it's been pretty cool, actually, if you think. And Taco Bell started delivering. That's pretty awesome, right? Uh, you know, I've only got like half a fucking face. So getting to wear a mask and not scare little children has been a lot of fun. We got uh, season two of The Mandalorian. That was pretty good. Toilet paper went into scarcity, and uh, my, my bidet sponsor paid me a lot of money over the summer. I'm very appreciative and fortunate for that, you know? But like Felter took off. It's, I took up blowing bubbles as a hobby while I was inside. Locked down and shit. Played with my kid outside and got drunk for like mm. three weeks. It was great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Sorry if you had a bad 2020, I guess, but uh, I, I think I did okay. So, fuck you guys. I think that's fantastic. I think Jody B is the first person to... Thank you, Jody B, for calling, by the way. Uh, I think Jody B is the first person to point out that there's a silver lining to everything. I mean, even some of the bad things that happen, some of the negative events that we're going to look back on, that history books are going to talk about as if it's like a second Black Plague, it's the Black Death all over again. It's like 1300s Europe all over again. One out of every uh, two people is dying of this fucking thing, and it's so terrible. But there's always a silver lining, right? I mean, some of the people that died were real assholes. So I, I think we really need to consider the silver lining of a global pandemic such as the coronavirus okay so yeah a whole bunch of people died but let's not pretend that they were all nice people or they were all good people i'm sure out of all of those people that died a bunch of them were assholes uh they were jerks maybe some of them were bigoted i'm sure some of them were child molesters look out of all of the people who died of coronavirus let's focus on the good deaths, right? The child molesters that died, the bigots that died, the neo-Nazis, think about that. I mean, COVID has taken some of these folks out for us, so maybe in some regards, coronavirus is not that bad when it kills a neo-Nazi or a child molester. Child molesters especially, get the fuck out of here. If, you're, if you molest children, I hope you get COVID and you fucking die, and I hope it hurts. I hope you like suffocate because your fucking lungs get all infected and shit. Fuck you if you molest children. And coronavirus is going to come to kill you. But look, for Jody, the silver lining was that for whatever reason, when this whole, um, the idea of this quarantining began, people knew that they would need certain essentials, certain necessities, right? And toilet paper was the big one that everybody bought up. I mean, there were a few other things like the wipes, those were also very difficult to find, and uh, the Clorox, like the 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 Clorox bleach wipes that kill all the, the the germs and shit that you use on your countertops, those were very difficult to find too. But for whatever reason, it was toilet paper, and and Jody, I think, really uh, turned a profit off of that. Like honestly, you might call him a coronavirus pandemic profiteer because he has a sponsor, BioBidet. BioBidet sells devices that you can attach to your toilet very easily, very simple devices that you can just plug right in to the water line and it shoots water onto your asshole and you don't need as much toilet paper because you're using a little jet stream of 
uh, of water to clean your own anus instead of just paper. So it's, it's actually an advanced way to do it. It's a better way to clean your butt. And if you're low on toilet paper or if you have to make your supply of toilet paper last for uh, an indeterminate amount of time, you don't know how long you're going to need to make these couple of rolls that you got last, a bidet is a great way to do that. Jody got paid. Okay. So that was a silver lining. Like coronavirus comes. Yeah. Kill some people. Boo hoo. My racist granddad who was a neo-Nazi child molester died. Okay. You know, I'm sorry for that, but Jody made some money. So let's focus on that. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm very glad that he was able to get drunk and, and hang out with his kid too. So, Hey, it's all good. Let's go on to this next voicemail. Let's see who else had something awesome happen in 2020. What's up, Jason Alden? This is your boy, Delvin Cox, host of the Delvin Cox Experience. And you told me to call in and tell you why was 2020 awesome. I will say it wasn't really awesome, but I can tell you some awesome things about it. I think it was awesome watching the movie Soul. I think that was a great movie. The last season of Mandalorian was very awesome. I liked that a lot. Chocotano's my girl, so I like seeing her in that. Um, and more important, I think the most awesome thing about 2020 is the new friends I met. I, you know, not only new, but friends I became close with, like, you know, you, for example, Jody B, Uncle Randy, the creatures of the night in general, just building that camaraderie, that brotherhood with you guys means a lot to me. And I think in times where we're all trapped in houses, because of COVID and scared to go outside, I have to wear a mask everywhere. I think it's a little soothing to know that you have people that you can bond with and you can build a brotherhood with that are maybe hundreds of miles away from you. That, I think, is what made 2020 awesome to me. Thank you. Peace out, brother. Love you. Hell yeah. If you're not already listening to the Delvin Cox Experience podcast, what I need you to do as soon as you're done listening to this and as soon as you're done contacting and connecting with Arizona underscore shaman on Snapchat to figure out what's going on with the psychedelics and the naked boobies out in the desert in Arizona. Okay. Like me, I'll see you out there by the way. Uh, as soon as you're done doing those two things, please go over to whatever you, whatever app you use for podcasts, subscribe to the Delvin Cox experience. This is a wonderful man. Uh, and a beautiful human being. And he's got, a, he's got some good points. Like he, he makes the point, like, it's not like 2020 was awesome all year long. No year is just like I said before, there's always going to be ups and downs. There's some shitty things that happen too. He mentions watching the movie soul. I haven't had the pleasure yet of watching that. And that's kind of a complaint of mine that I have for 2020. Not that I intend to spend much time complaining about 2020 because 2020 was an awesome year, but I did historically in my life. I mean, ever since I was a child, since I was a kid, uh, I have liked seeing movies in the theaters. It's always been an experience that I've enjoyed. That's, that's like a pastime of mine that I've always, if I, if I had a Saturday to kill, if I had a free Saturday and just nothing else on my plate, no school, no work, no kids, no wife, no parents, no lawn to mow, no, uh, police to try to avoid whatever. Look, the movies was what I would do. Like I got a Saturday free. Let's go to the movies, man. My homeboy, Jimmy. And look, I'll talk more about Jimmy in a second, but my homeboy, Jimmy, who unfortunately passed in 2019, 
another reason why 2020 was a good year. 2020 was awesome because none of my friends died in 2020. All right. I got two friends, including my best friend from high school, Jimmy, who died in 2019. So really, even though there was no global pandemic in 2019, not at least till the very end, and we didn't give a fuck about it over here in the United States at the end of 2019, we didn't give a shit. 2019 was a worse year than 2020 because I, I lost my best friend from high school, man. So fuck that. 2020 was a better year. I didn't lose any friends and I, I might even have made a few new ones and, and become a little closer to some folks like Delvin himself. As he mentions, it's as, as weird as it is to stay locked in your house and not go anywhere and feel like you can't do the things that you're used to doing. You can't get on a plane. You can't go to a, a restaurant, a popular restaurant that might be crowded, bars, clubs, etc. All of these things that you might have liked to do that you, you really just can't do now because they're all closed or whatever. You, you still, for, for certain segments, people who are into mostly the internet, we kind of became closer. I mean, you still had these social outlets, things like podcasts and like podcasting. It's been able to give us in this community an outlet. And I think it's been able to create, we've been able to create a lot of content for listeners such as you guys who are listening to this now. Um, we've been able to create a lot of content. We've been able to have some collaborations that were novel and maybe, um, really fun as a result. So uh, that's something to keep in mind about 2020 as well, that, you know, there may, there may have been a need for some physical distancing between people. You, you, I, I object to the term social distancing. I had this discussion with my brother a couple of weeks ago when I was visiting Atlanta and he thinks I was being pedantic. I don't, I, I will acknowledge that maybe it's somewhat pedantic, but calling it social distancing is really bullshit. It doesn't matter how socially connected you are. You're not going to get coronavirus because you FaceTime your mom every other day. You're not going to get coronavirus because you uh, talk to your grandma on the phone every day. It doesn't matter. The social aspect makes no, no difference in terms of a vector uh, spreading a disease, right? Okay. Where we're the vector physical distance. And, and trust me on this, I got an A, an A, not an A minus. I got an A plus in microbiology. So suck my dick from the back if you disagree with me. Okay. I, I got a better grade than you did in microbiology because you didn't even fucking take microbiology. I know for a fact you dropped out of high school after the fucking 10th grade, you piece of shit. So don't fucking talk to me about this physical distance. It's the physical distance that you need to maintain, right? You need to get close to somebody in order to 69 with them and spit in their mouth and give them coronavirus. If you don't get physically near me, you can't possibly spit into my mouth and give me coronavirus. So guess what? The social part doesn't fucking matter. The physical part does. My brother thought I was being a little pedantic because I'm tired of seeing everywhere you go, there's like this fucking round sticker on the floor that says stand here, you know, respect social distancing and shit. And I've seen the word social distancing four million fucking times this week alone. And I'm getting tired of standing on the little square that says, I'm a look, I'm a contrarian. If you listen to this podcast for more than five minutes, you already know. You fucking already know what it is. I'm a contrarian. I don't want, don't tell me what to do. I don't want to be told what to do. The minute you tell me what to do, I am fucking looking for every excuse to do the exact fucking opposite. 
just to fucking teach you, just to say, I'm a wild fucking animal. I cannot be corralled. I will not be controlled. You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do the opposite now. You tell me to maintain some kind of physical distance. Guess what, motherfucker? Bend the fuck over. I'm about to spit into your butthole and give you ass COVID. Okay, that's how that's how it goes. You tell me to stand on this little circle inside your fucking store. I don't want to stand on a circle. Fuck your circle. I'm going to stand everywhere but your fucking circle. Fuck your circle. I'll climb the fucking walls so I can shit on the fucking ceiling fuck your circle i don't even remember where the fuck i was going with that so um you kids get off my lawn but thank you for calling us delvin and um thank you for being a cool dude and i really i miss going to see movies in theaters but i guess to put a positive spin on that and to look for the silver lining as i said before i save a lot of money not going to the movies. I used to like to go to the movies. I mean, now with a kid and a wife, it sort of slowed me down from my, my movie, my movie going, you know, in, in the late nineties, you could go see a movie for $7, even in prime time on a Saturday night. And it's different now. I mean, it's, it's like $13 at our local spot. It's one of these fancy things. They got the reclining seats and shit. So, okay, wonderful. They try to justify the ticket price, but it's like 13 bucks, 14 bucks, times two, plus you got to use Fandango so you can pick out your seats so you can get seats next to each other because there's no option anymore for just showing up. You won't get seats next to each other, and how ridiculous is that? I'm going to take my wife to a fucking movie and then sit on the other side of the theater? Fuck that. How are we supposed to share popcorn in that case? So it's like 28 bucks for the tickets plus the convenience fee. Let's just call it $30. That's before you buy a Diet Coke or a popcorn, right? Um, so... If I were to do that once a month, I'd love to do that once a month. That's a 40 or $50 date night before. That's just the movie. That's not like including any dinner or anything like that. That's not including us uh, getting a, a young Thai lady boy, male prostitute, female, she male prostitute escort. I mean, we could really, my wife and I could really fucking party. We can go to Boston and we can fuck a party and we can, we can drop some dough on this shit, but we haven't, we, all the theaters have been closed, so we have saved at least $50 a month on top of that fucking daycare that got closed down that was built on top of the Indian graveyard. So we, we've really, the name of 2020 hasn't necessarily been making more money. It's been saving more money. So our our overhead just decreased. And, and so I miss going to see movies like Delvin mentioned, but at the same time, I saved a lot of money not going to see movies. So I, I have to acknowledge that as a silver lining. I just... I save money not doing it. I miss doing it, but I saved I saved money not doing it. All right, let's see what this next voicemail is all about and see what else I can fucking rant about. Man, I felt good to get that off my chest. Hi, my name is Dawson March from the Ask Dawson podcast. Uh, and I just want to say uh, one good thing that happened to me in 2020 is I only shit my pants six times, which is a new world record for me. I usually shit my pants at least like 10 to 15 times. Because I'm very, uh, I guess I would say I'm very trusting with my parts. And I think that's a very dangerous way to live your life. <laughs> um, and so that's one good thing that happened in 2020. And uh, that's pretty much it. But that's a good, that's a good thing. And uh, I just want to say thank you. And uh, our podcast is, again, Ask Dawson Podcast on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Uh, and my name is Dawson March. And my co-host's name is Josh Jerzak. Thank you. All right, Dawson, thank you for calling in and sharing that tale. You're not actually the first person to be on Shit Happens When You Party Naked and talk about unfortunate 
shitting incidents. Uh, I think every adult should. I don't know that every adult does, but every adult should have a really good shitting story. A story about I don't know, shitting themselves, usually shitting themselves. It's got to be shitting yourself, right? You got to shit in your pants because I think it makes you a better person. It's actually one of these things that I believe is like, um, what do they call it? It's like character building. That's what the, those are the words that I was looking for. Shitting your pants is, is one of those things that it's not good at the time. There's a lot of stuff in life that's unpleasant that we have to deal with that, that occurs to us, but it, it happens, right? And it, it's not pleasant at the time. In fact, it's oftentimes very embarrassing. Like the time just a, a couple of weeks ago now that I called a 24 hour live stream to benefit the special Olympics of New Hampshire. And my brain completely turned off. And I said the word retarded twice, not once, but twice before they could hang up on me. And that was an embarrassing moment and uh, not one that I like revisiting. And I don't know why I'm talking about it right now, but it's a character building experience. And I think shitting yourself is something that everybody should do. I think everybody should shit themselves and not like a baby. Obviously, when you're a toddler and you're wearing a diaper, you shit yourself. I don't mean that. I mean, as an adult, as someone older than 20, you're not a minor anymore. I think every adult needs to shit themselves. It's a character building thing. So I appreciate Dawson. Uh, Dawson, I'm going to include a link to your podcast in the show notes as well so people can check out your podcast. Uh, my brother, I appreciate that. That's a, He only shit himself once every other month. If you only shit yourself six times in a year, I mean, he had like six months out of the year that were completely shit free. The other six, uh, six times he shit himself, the other six months, he was building character. So even though the experience of shitting himself was, was probably unpleasant and embarrassing, depending on the context where he was and what he was doing when he shit himself, uh, he might have actually built some character in 2020. He's a better person. I want to say that Dawson is a better person for having shit himself in 2020. And I'm glad he shit himself less than usual. That's always very nice. Let's see what's up with this next voicemail. Let's go on to the next one. See what they got to say. Hey, how's it going? This is Crash from Crash and Ties Movie Seller. I'm calling oh, yeah. about, uh, share about my 2020. And, uh, you know, 2020 was has ups and downs for me. It, uh, can't say it was a bad one though. Um, I, I was lucky enough to be able to hold on to my job and keep my job and everything. Um, and stay pretty busy with that. And also, uh, got a new, uh, relationship that blossomed out of that. So, you know, 2020 was, was pretty good. Um, and you know, I, I mean, not trying to like rev it in, anyone's faces but uh you know it still had it still had some some downs but uh i think it's all it's all about perspective and uh you know just looking at everything uh with how my year was i can't say that it was bad um all things considered but uh yeah thanks for um Thanks for the uh, the tag on Instagram, and I want to want to try and get you on our show too, so that way we can we can uh, talk some movies. Thanks, and thanks, Jason, and uh, yeah, you have a good one. Okay, Crash, 
first and foremost, I'm coming for you. This is our year. 2021 is our year. I'm going to come on with bells on. I'm going to have so much fucking caffeine. It gets so fucking amped. And we're going to talk about some dumb fucking movie, but we're going to have so much fucking fun doing it. So uh, fucking forget about that. Let's work that out ASAP. Number two, there is no reason, at least in my opinion, although I'm known to be kind of an asshole, but there's no reason in my opinion that you should feel bad at all for rubbing people's nose in it. Fuck it. You had a good year. Hey, I'm sorry. Other people had a bad year. Guess what? That's how shit happens sometimes. Lord knows I'm going to have a terrible year at some point in my life. I'm sure. And I've had terrible years in the past. I'm sure that one of my previous terrible years was great for somebody else. And I don't fault them for that. You got to enjoy your good years. You can't not enjoy your good years just because somebody else is having a bad year or hundreds of thousands of people are having a bad year because they died of COVID. But look, you got to enjoy what you enjoy. And look, you're working, you're making money. It sounds like maybe you got a new person in your life, maybe a nice female, maybe a nice male. I don't know. I'm not judging. And you didn't specify if it's a dude or a lady. Maybe the person is neither or both or whatever. I'm not judging. And it's also 2021. Who knows what we're doing with our genitals this year? It's too early in the year to tell what we're going to do with our genitals, but chances are pretty good. We're going to try to ejaculate at some point. I think that goes well saying. So uh, crash, dude, I'm glad you had a great year. There's no reason not to. You bring up a valid point. You bring up a very valuable point for other people to consider. And that is if you kept a fucking job this year, it was a good year right? I say set your, your sights low, you know, aim low, right? The reason why you need to aim low is so that you don't set your expectations too high. Okay. All these people saying they had a terrible year because they didn't get blown by Jessica Alba. Go fuck off. You weren't going to get your dick sucked by Jessica Alba anyway. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. If you're still breathing at the end of the year, it's not a bad year. If you still have a job, you're still able to feed yourself and, and keep a roof over your head. It might be a really good year. And think about it globally, right? We're Americans. We're used to having the best. We're used to being the best because America is the best. We're the best at everything. Okay. That I think the entire globe agrees on. If you don't, we got fucking nuclear bombs for you. Okay. Then you're going to have a fucking bad year. Tell me, let's, let me, let me tell you about that. So we're used to a certain a certain level of uh, lifestyle here in the United States. And so, um, you know, it's easy for us to complain when shit doesn't go our way or when something happens and it's like, oh, you know, I, I had to sell my car. I had to do, you know, my shit got repoed or you know, I had to move into a smaller trailer or whatever. I had to like buy a cheaper pair of flip flops. I mean, look, shit happens. Okay. But we're, we're going to get through it. And, um, you know, maybe you do need to, like me, low standards, low standards, consider, consider lowering your standards. And I think you can retroactively lower your standards. You can lower them in hindsight. You can look back on the year and you can think it wasn't as awesome as it could have been, but really it wasn't terrible either. I got a job. I got laid. I, I, you know, I had a roof over my head. I had a place to sleep. I mean, it's not bad in hindsight. It's not bad. So everybody out there, be like crash, okay? Lower your standards. If you ejaculated this year and you got a paycheck, life is good. You know what I'm saying? Life is all right. Okay, let's see what's going on with this next voicemail. Let's see what's, what's happening. 
All right, just checking in. This is uh, Big Ooh. Bad Ben Bowman, speed of the yes. fourth power, the angry dad himself. Yes. I'm calling in to say why 2020 was awesome. Let me tell you something right now. 2020 was awesome because when in your entire lifetime were you going to be able to watch a shit show, the world burned down, the world shut down, be able to take off so much work and no one say shit about it. You know how many times I had weeks off of work no one questioned it. No one said anything. And I just got to stay home. First of all, that's a badass thing. Second of all, I was able to go places, do things that you, do, you don't normally get to do any time of the year because I live in California and it's busy as fuck. And this motherfucker is shut down. All right. No one's talking to me. No one's bothering me. No one's in my face. And no one's fucking getting in my face, bothering me with any of this shit. And it's been a pretty stress-free, drama-free fucking year. And that's just my personal life. And then I get to watch the shit show happen all the way around me. It is fucking crazy. The world is coming to an end, but at the same fucking time, I get to sit back, relax, and enjoy myself. And that's why 2020 is awesome. You guys have a good one. God damn. All right. Uh, angry dad, Benjamin, uh, thank you for calling and leaving that voicemail. I appreciate your exuberance. I appreciate what really sounded convincingly to me like you had a great 2020. Like 2020, you saw the benefit in it. A lot of people complained about what a shit year it was, but you're like, hey, man, I'm busting out the fucking popcorn. I'm watching these people fucking go at each other on Twitter. I'm watching the news at, at the end of the night, and I'm unflappable. And I appreciate that about you, Ben. I appreciate you being unflappable. Just kick your feet up and say, you know what? This shit doesn't bother me. You know why? Because I got popcorn. And if you get close to me uh, and come on my fucking property, I've also got a gun. So I'm going to eat popcorn until, until you start rioting on my lawn, and then I'm going to fucking air you out is what's going to happen. I'm going to turn your chest into ground beef with this fucking Mossberg that I happen to have upstairs right now and loaded. So I'm just saying, try me motherfuckers, New Hampshire, live free or die with a fucking uh, 12 gauge of buckshot that I got fucking aimed at you dome motherfuckers. So I appreciate that he uh, acknowledged that, yo, uh, it's actually kind of entertaining to watch the world burn a little bit. If you have the right mentality for that if you got the right psychology it's kind of fun it's like a reality show on steroids i mean who could cook this shit up some of the shit that we've seen happen in 2020 who could have fucking thought of this no writer in hollywood coked out of his fucking brain for entire weekends entire lost weekends just coked up and fucking alcohol flowing could have ever thought of some of the shit that we've seen go down in 2020 it's it's legitimately insane at times the shit that we have seen just insane and it's been a kind of entertaining if you like watching the world burn and i'm i got a little bit of that in me like i said i'm a contrarian i don't want to follow the rules i don't want to stand on the little square that you designate inside of your store fuck you i like watching shit get real i fucking look at that one guy in the hannaford supermarket that one one dude out of a hundred that's like not wearing a fucking mask fuck you fuck your mask you know what i mean not to say I'm I'm an anti-mask guy. I do wear my mask when I'm out in public. But at the same time, it's always nice to see that one person who's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to cause a scene. Awesome. You do you do. That's fucking great. So Angry Dad, thanks for calling. Um, Did you get paid when you were when you were out of work? I mean, you're talking about how you were like not at work. And I'm also thinking like, that's cool and all, but... um. You don't get paid when you're not at work, right? I mean, I've got PTO, I've got sick time, so I can use 
paid time off to take like a you know paid leave if I want to take a long weekend or enjoy a holiday or go travel a little bit. Not that I did a lot of that in 2020, but I've got sick time if I need to be, if I'm ill. Like if I got coronavirus, if I caught coronavirus, I took a coronavirus test today, everybody, because I traveled to Atlanta. And unfortunately, I've got some really um, heartbreaking breaking news. Uh, Big Earl and Joanne tested positive for coronavirus two days ago. So I haven't seen them since Christmas, but at the same time, I got to do the responsible thing. I'm a father now. I'm a responsible person who doesn't like standing on the squares at the stores. Uh, I won't do what you tell me, but I'm still very responsible. I still, I got a daughter to take care of, wife, everything like that. I had to go get my coronavirus test today. So I went and got COVID tested today and um, I'm waiting on the results, but if hypothetically, for whatever reason, I was I was positive with coronavirus, I've got sick time that I could take. That's not a problem. I could take that sick time to convalesce, to go check into an ICU, to get intubated again. I've been intubated before, motherfucker. You don't want that shit. You don't want that shit. I have been intubated. I remained intubated and conscious for like three fucking days. Let me tell you, for a guy who talks as much as I do, being intubated is fucking hell. It's not comfortable at all. It's very restrictive in terms of how you, much you can move. You really just can't fucking move for like three days, right? It's terrible. You don't want it. Um, so I could take some PTO or I could take some sick time and I could, I could take care of that. I would, still, I would still be able to like make payments on shit. I would still have money coming in. I wouldn't have to worry about my kid not, not having SpaghettiOs or whatever the fuck. But for, for other people, I mean, if you were out of work, Maybe you didn't make money, but if you, if you had PTO, Hey, I love it. I love it for you. That's awesome. So, uh, let's see what's going on with this next voicemail. And, um, here we go. Jason Lampro. What's up guys. This is Jason Lampro, the mixed media force podcast. What rocked about 2020 fucking nothing. <laughs> All right. So little, here we go. After 11 long years, my favorite novelist, Scott Sigler, finished Mount Fitzroy, the sequel to Earth War, and it is magnificent. Mount Fitzroy, totally worth checking out. Get it on Audible. Also, the Inner Circle Podcast Network rocked in 2020. So many great shows. And I got the guest on the Hashtag No Offense show with Chris and Dutchie, and on the Winter Circle Game Show podcast with Mikey and Jackie. It was so much fun. I also got this great anime recommendation from Adam Simmons of the Simmons and More podcast. Hashtag FanPC, if you're nasty. Adam suggested I watch One Piece, and I love it. I just finished episode 327, and I'm on my way to that golden thousands episode. I can't believe a thousand episodes. I'm so stoked. Also, social distancing. <laughs> I've been doing that shit my whole life, and it's about time people get with the program. Get back, motherfuckers. <laughs> Much love to the inner circle. Much love to Jason and Christina. Thanks so much for all of the entertainment. And as everyone else has said so far, fuck 2020. Like the aftermath of a gold slugger binge. There's a couple of flakes of gold in the floating turd that was 2020, but it's mostly shit. Happy New Year's shit happens. Here's to a brighter tomorrow. Later, guys. What up, Jason? Uh, thank you for calling in and for um, 
for your wonderful perspective. I'm glad a few things right happened to you in um, 2020. I'm, uh, you know, anime. I think if Adam Simmons is good for two things, it's uh, spreading anime recommendations and venereal diseases. Um, that dude eats ass. I'm just saying. Um, I, I refused the whole time he was here. I refused to share a beverage with him. Wouldn't drink out of the same uh, glass as him. I kept saying it was because of Corona, but it's really because I'm fairly certain his mouth has been on a lot of uh, questionable uh, buttholes. And I just don't, I didn't want to I didn't want to get too close to that. So, uh, yeah. So Jason, uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for letting us know what was good about your, about your 2020. I'm glad you got a few things. Look, it doesn't sound like you had a great year, but Hey, you, you've been on hashtag no offense winter circle. Like we were saying, like Delvin was saying earlier, we got this wonderful kind of collaborative social environment that even if you're even if you're staying home and even if you're sort of physically distant from people, at least you can kind of be, uh, you can be on, you can do different collaborative, creative things with people, be on podcasts, do different things. Uh, I think it's lovely. I think it's wonderful. And if you are the type of person who kind of likes your alone time anyway, then I think a lot of people took to the, uh, the idea of quarantining, of staying home, not going so many places. I think it, I think the coronavirus, the pandemic became, um, this is going to sound negative and maybe it is a little bit because I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm an extreme extrovert, but I think it became a ready-made excuse for a lot of people to not have to, um, do things, especially social things that they didn't really want to do anyway. Even years before the pandemic, they didn't want to go to family reunions. They didn't want to travel to go see whoever, aunt, uncle, so-and-so, whatever. They didn't want to fucking go out in a crowd. They didn't want to do all this shit. They like staying home. I've known people like that in my life. They like clocking out on Friday, going home, putting on a fucking robe and a nice like fuzzy pair of, of slippers or whatever and sitting in front of the TV or sitting in front of the computer, playing some wow, whatever the fuck else you're going to do with your nerdy ass all the way until Monday morning before they leave the house again. So I honestly, I don't, I can't understand that mindset because I want to get out. I want to fucking mingle with people. I want to go to Arizona and get naked and do shrooms in the desert with fucking Arizona shaman. I want it. That's what I want to do that to me. That's, that's a week. That's perfect weekend. Let's go fucking do that. Let's run around naked. Let's go streaking. Let's do that wild shit. You know, let's, let's fucking turn cactus into fucking peyote and see how fucked up we can get in the desert. That to me, that's a weekend, but I have known people. So even though I don't really understand it, I've never felt it. I do know that there are people out there that exist that like to hang out by themselves. They like their solo time. I like my solo time too. I mean, it, there's some things that are best done alone. For instance, if I'm going to poop, uh, I don't want other people to be around. I would like to be by myself to poop. And that's a good thing. In my opinion, it's still good to balance the social time with the alone time. And there's a lot of folks that 2020 was a great excuse for them to not travel, to not go to the family reunion, to not see people. There's a lot of stuff that got canceled. And for them, it was great. And if you're like that, I don't understand you, but also um, I'm happy that you had an opportunity to do a little less, to clear your plate and to have a little bit more time to yourself to, to do the things you want to do, to watch a thousand episodes of tentacle porn anime or whatever one piece is. I don't, I don't know, but it sounds like 
some weird Japanese hentai shit, and I, I, I can't stand by that. But um, let's see what this next one is. I think I got one from Donnie over here. Let's see what my good buddy, Donnie Gates. Hey, what's going on? This is Donnie from the Adulting with Donnie podcast, and uh, Jason asked me to do a little what was positive in 2020 for me. Um, as you may remember, if you're a longtime listener, if shit happens when you party naked, uh, in 2019, uh, Jason sent a bunch of us messages and said, uh, you know, tell us, you know, why, you know, fuck 2019 because was the title of the segment. Um, and him and him and his wife went through the list of everyone that gave things. Why, why to fuck 2019? And honestly, I even had a little bit of a hard time with that one. Um, I did have to dig deep and find some things that I didn't care for in 2019. But uh, going into 2021, I looked back on the year 2020 and I fucking loved it. I'll be honest. I and I've been talking about this for a few weeks now, but uh, 2020 was a great year for me. Uh, I got out of a relationship that was toxic at best. Uh, that's the that's the best case scenario. Anyone who listens to my show may have caught an episode where uh, where things went off the fucking rails on that show. Um, you know, because my ex decided that she wanted to jump in on the comments. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got out of a bad, bad relationship, um, and and in turn, I ended up finding uh, the love of my life, uh, and, and yeah. those people that listen to Adulting with Donnie whoop, whoop. know that we refer to each other as mate, and, um, you know, we, we do the normal pet names of, uh, of babe and baby and whatever, but, uh, but, you know, the primary one is mate, and uh, so that's definitely something incredibly positive that came out of uh, 2020 for me was finding this this beautiful soul who um, who really fills my life out uh, I bought a brand new snowmobile I've been wanting one for years and finally in August uh, I messaged a dealership and said uh, said how much you want for this and um, and they worked with me they got me financed which was surprising to say the least. But they were able to get me financed on it, and I bought a brand new snowmobile. And of course, Hell there's yeah. no snow. But there will be. I'm optimistic about that. There will be plenty of snow to go here into the future. It's New Hampshire. Um, I learned to fly an airplane. I've been wanting to do this for uh, probably two or three decades. I've been wanting to fly a plane. And I've been putting it off, and I wish I hadn't put it off for as long as I did. It's uh, relatively more affordable than I thought it was, although it's still incredibly expensive. Um, but I'm in a place in my life where I can afford it. So I finally jumped up and did it and I, and I love it. Um, you know, and I could go on and on about all the positives that happened to me, but, uh, let's talk about some things that were positive for the entire country of America and, uh, and maybe even, you know, some portions of the world. Uh, at least half the country is very happy about Biden. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, for me, I just I don't even really care about politics too much. For the most part, they don't affect me. Um, but hey, if half the country's happy about Biden, then fine, whatever. And uh, we'll see what happens over the next over the course of the next four years. And I hope he does well, you know, because uh, like everyone said about uh, wanting Trump to fail, you know, it's like wanting, uh, you know, it's because it's like saying that you uh, you want the pilot of the airplane to fail because you don't like him. So. Uh, a lot of people all around the country and the world really were able to spend uh, a lot more time at home with their families. You know, they were forced to stay at home. And in some cases, there, that might have been a bad thing. But I think that in most cases, it worked out better. It, you know, it worked out good for people that they, they could spend all this time with their kids and they could uh, be there for their for their family and, and their pets and all these things. Um 
nearly all of America and probably a good portion of the world uh, became united on one issue, and uh, and that was that we we all really dug deep down and we really embraced our inner trailer trash as we watched the Tiger King. Uh, what an <laughs> awful, awful episode uh, show! I want my seven hours back. Um, but it was fun to see all the memes that came out. There were so many memes. Everybody collectively seems to hate Carol Baskin. Um, She's a fucking bitch. A couple of uh, news articles um, that uh, that I that I found just uh, just in a quick Google search, and um, there were a couple of really great news articles. There was a woman who uh, she did a kidney transplant to save the life of a police officer who put her in jail. And, wow! Uh, this story was that she um, she was put in jail for ten years, and it was because this police officer arrested her and found her found drugs on her. And when she went to jail for this, uh, she kind of you know did some self reflection and got clean and came out in a completely healthy manner. And then she found out that the police officer who arrested her and you know. Uh, by doing that kind of turned her life around, he needed a kidney and uh, a a life-saving kidney. And so she donated uh, her kidney to this police officer. Another cool story that I saw was a uh, a seven-year-old boy threw a personal prom for his babysitter after her prom was canceled. And you can you can find that news article in a quick Google search of just like seven-year-old throws prom for babysitter. And uh, this kid, he is going places. Uh, this kid's seven years old, um, looks like a, a, a little black kid, and he's got this uh, seventeen, probably seventeen, eighteen-year-old uh, blonde babysitter. And uh, and he threw her uh, her own personal prom in his backyard, so that was pretty cool. Um, you know, twenty twenty, we found humanity in each other, and it was a great year as far as I'm concerned. And I've been talking about it for a few weeks on my own show. Uh, you can find negative in any year, any year that you look at, you can find negative in it. Uh, but you can also find positive in any year, and uh, and it's important for you to look back on twenty twenty and find one just one positive thing about 2020 and then build off of that if you can find one then you can find two and then three and so on and uh, I can only hope for myself and for my friends and family that uh, and my fans and that 2021 is going to be as great or even greater than 2020 was cheers everyone I'll talk to you soon well, Donnie, thank you for uh, that message. Uh, it was a long one, but it was a good one. There's a lot for me to unpack, and I think I'm going to miss a few things. But the the most important thing that Donnie says, well, really, Donnie does a very important thing by completely reinforcing what I said earlier, and that is that you you can you can complain about anything, you bitch about anything, but you can also find some good stuff if you if you look. So it really depends on what your mindset is and how do you want to have a positive outlook or do you want to just piss and moan? And I don't know that being completely negative is going to produce outcomes that you you want, the beneficial outcomes that you want. So I think having some positivity and, and looking back on things in some positive light is going to be better for you too. Uh, so look, consider what was great about your 2020. Obviously, Donnie got laid, okay? That much goes without saying that he and his matey, I like saying that. He, he and Roe refer to each other as mate, but I like making it like a pirate thing, like our matey, you know what I mean? Like matey, you know, like uh, they got a peg leg and a, a bird on their shoulder. Can you imagine 
two pirates fucking you know what i mean like the peg legs are like bumping into each other making this clacking sound it sounds like someone fucking tap dancing or some shit because you got two wooden peg legs bumping into each other and like the birds are still there the pirates are like totally naked butt fucking but like the birds are still there and the smell has got to be awful because pirates don't smell good on a good day but when they're like when it's like uh that time of the month or whatever and they're butt fucking and it's just smelling terrible and there's like dead fish on the fucking boat and you're just smelling that briny ocean water they're using as lubricant and it's just got to smell terrible and the birds are like commenting on what's happening like you know the bird is talking about like i roll him over poke him in the ass you know fuck him in the mouth go ass to mouth you know the birds just giving him terrible fucking advice like don't wear rubber catch aids you know and it's just fucking disgusting pirate sex i think it's nasty and i don't know how i got off on that tangent but i would like to apologize to donnie and roe right now for getting off on that fucking tangent but i love the matey thing uh i also love the idea of coming up with pet names for your significant other i like calling my wife titty fuck i don't know why i just think it's cute titty fuck it's cute i don't know so come up with some pet names for your person okay uh i think it's a beautiful thing to do you can come together um so yeah, Donnie, thank you. Thank you very much for calling in. I'm very glad. You know, one other thing I think that Donnie mentioned that really resonates with me, always resonates with me. I stay very, very busy. Listeners of the show know I'm in a graduate program at University of New Hampshire. I'm a dad. My 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 wife and I are trying to have another kid. Um I podcast as much as I possibly can. I like to read extracurricular stuff as well as my 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 uh, course material, my graduate material. So I really stay very busy. But the the reason for staying busy is because all of us, everybody, me and every one of you motherfuckers listening, we have a finite amount of time left on this planet. The fucking sand in your hourglass is fucking draining right now the sand the sand in your hourglass is fucking ticking okay for every fucking one of us and we don't know how much time we got left period i don't want to be too morbid i don't want to be fucked up but this could be the last year for any of us any one of us it could be 2021 it could be coronavirus that takes us out it could be a fucking truck you don't know the idea is that you don't know and it's it's probably better to not know, but the fact is don't put off any of the fucking shit that you want to do. I don't care how small or silly it is. I don't care how dumb it makes you feel. If you want to fucking do something, you need to fucking do it and don't wait till next year. Don't wait till the year after. Don't make any excuses. Don't kick that can down the road. Don't fucking do it. You just need to do the shit you want to do. Donnie wanted to fly. He wanted to learn how to fly a plane. That's not a small thing. That's kind of a big thing. Not everybody does that. That's an easy thing to put off. That's an easy thing to say, well, I'll do it next year maybe if I'm less busy with this other stuff. Or if I finally find the money, I'll go take flying lessons because it's not like that. that's cheap either. You've got to pay an instructor and flight lessons aren't cheap. You're using, you're, you're, you literally use jet fuel. All right. I'm going to school. School is expensive. I'm not using jet fuel. I'm using like a pen and pencil and some fucking paper, some lab chemicals and shit like that for the food labs. Listen, it, this motherfucker is using jet fuel. That's, that's part of his tuition. So it's not a cheap thing to do. It's an easy thing to um, punt to the next year and say, well, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But if you live your life like that, best case scenario is 
you'll be 65 and you'll, you'll have a list of things that you wanted to do that you never fucking did. Worst case scenario is you could be like my friend, Jimmy, who died in 2019, suddenly kind of out of the blue and anything you hope to do, you don't get to do now. It's done. So everybody do what Donnie did in 2020. Do the shit you want to do. If there's something you want to do, fucking do it. I don't care how silly it is. Fucking do it. If you want to be the one millionth and one person to start a fucking podcast, do that shit. I don't, it doesn't matter what you want to do, but you need to do it. You really do need to do it. All right, let's see who else we got. Okay, uh, actually, this is not a voicemail. I got a message. It looks like a DM from uh, one Emily Wise. 2020 was awesome for my marriage. My husband started working from home instead of commuting for two hours every day. That's a long fucking commute. I used to do that shit in Atlanta when I lived in Atlanta. I commuted an hour and 45, two hours, two hours and 15 minutes every single day. Emily goes on to say, we get to spend more time together and he does a lot more around the house. It was awesome getting to eat lunch together every day, bringing each other coffee and getting to flash each other during work hours. Okay, so uh, Emily definitely boned during work hours. How many of you guys did that? Did any of you guys do that? Did any of you guys say like, well, I'm working from home. You're working from home. No one's really watching. Like I could take a five minute break, which is plenty of time to fuck, smoke a cigarette, make a sandwich, call my mom, get the mail, walk the dog. I, look, it doesn't take me long. All right. I'm wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I'm in out. I'm done. I'm fucking gone. I'm a ghost. I'm fucking throwing the smoke bomb down like a fucking ninja in the movies. Poof, smoke. And when that shit clears, I'm out. I'm sleeping on the futon tonight, motherfuckers. Guess what? Um, so that is a bonus. That is a, a, a very strong bonus of um, of 2020 was that a lot of us, myself, my wife included, started working from home exclusively. I did a lot of work from home prior to the pandemic. Um, I kind of, I'm a wild animal. I get to kind of do whatever I want. So um I would work from home when I needed to work from home. I also like meeting in person. You guys know I'm an extreme extrovert. I actually like being in the office and I like being able to meet with people face to face when I need to explain something. I need to tell people what I've done. I need to show people my work. I prefer to do that with everybody in the same room, but I work from home exclusively now and I have for the last like 10 months. Same with my wife. So really, I mean, we get to see each other a fuck ton, like more than we used to, because we used to work five days a week, Monday through Friday, and she'd work and I'd be working. We wouldn't see each other till the evening. And same goes for our daughter. Now I have an entire day of the week on a weekday, Fridays, that I get to spend with my daughter the whole day. And I don't work until Friday evening. I move my schedule around so that I can work during the evening. I can watch my daughter all day. We get stuff done. We, we clean the house together. We run errands. We'll go get groceries. It's really wonderful to be able to spend that extra time. I believe Donnie mentioned this as well, that you get to spend this extra time with your people or maybe even your, your not people, your pets. Um, and that's cool too. Like, you know, your dog, your cat, your, your whatever. I don't think your, your ball python particularly misses you because reptiles just don't have that brain structure like mammals do. But uh, if you have a pet that's a mammal, Almost certainly they miss you during the day when you're not around, you're at work. I mean, it's nice to be able to work from home. Like 
my cat, he's a needy little bastard. He loves my attention and he does come and kind of cuddle with me during the day. Sometimes I'll hop up on my lap and it's a total pain in the dick because I got to move my computer and I got to like pay attention to this asshole for a few minutes. But honestly, don't, don't think of it that way. Don't think like, oh, this asshole's bugging me again. Because look, these things, they live for 12 years, 13, 14 years, maybe, I don't know. But the fact is, like, they're not here forever. They're not here as long as we are on average. You just can't take time for granted, okay? And if you've got a pet, you probably love that thing and you need to spend some time with that thing, you know? I mean, you... It's a good thing to do. And the same thing with your family. I know family's not always easy, but uh, pull your head out of your own ass and, and just try to get along with them as best you can. Spend some fucking time with them because this is your family. It's the only one you get. You're only going to live this life and you don't know how fucking long it's going to last. So quit being a fucking bitch, all right? And and watch some good movies while you're at it. Take some time to watch a few movies that you've never seen before. All right. I also got a DM from uh, Caleb from the All Bros podcast, and I want to read... Caleb's message because he's a good people. Um, Caleb had a kid recently. I think that might have happened actually in uh, 2019. So that might not be his 2020 thing. But and here is Caleb's message. Caleb says 2020 was awesome because we reached our 100th episode. That's of the All Bros podcast at the beginning of the year. Made some good friends over at the Untrained Eye. Uh, he can't include me. We can't be, we became friends in 2019. So that wasn't a 2020 event. Um, the, Caleb made a huge move with his wife and, and baby to, to Georgia, to Savannah, Georgia, which if you haven't been to Savannah, you need to get on that. It's a beautiful, beautiful town. It's a wonderful place. You need to go visit Savannah, Georgia. Um, and it, well, it does look like he's saying here, most of all, I had my little girl. Um, and, uh, that's a, an amazing thing. I mean, he's got a little girl. It looks like she was born in 2020. Um, I myself have a relatively young daughter, only about a year and a half old now. So I still consider myself to be a very new father. And and that's just a really cool thing. I mean, that's just an amazing. Is Cool is not even the word for it. It's like a life changing. It's life altering. It's you, you become a whole new person in a lot of respects. And I know, uh, I've, I've talked to Caleb about it. I know he's digging it. I know he's the kind of guy who really cherishes his family, his wife, uh, his child. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, I do, I do encounter people that don't much care for their family. And I, I really, I do feel, I feel sorry. I do feel kind of bad. I mean, it sounds, sounds bad. It sounds maybe patronizing. And I understand if you had a fucked up family, if your parents are dickheads, alcoholics, drug abusers or whatever, I understand if you come from a family where you don't, you don't have that, um, that connection and that love. But, uh, it's that again, it's difficult for me to understand because I just fucking love hanging out with my family. And, um, having a kid is a really great reason. I mean, even if the, the, the whole year was kind of shitty, it's a really great reason to say 2020 was a great year for Caleb because he had his baby girl, man. And, and, you know, there's no arguing with that. I really can't, I can't provide much of a counterpoint. Like, yeah, he, he's probably changed a bunch of shitty diapers in 2020. He, he probably paid for a bunch of, um, uh, of, of baby food formula, et cetera. And he probably had a lot of late nights and early mornings and kid not sleeping and not sleeping great. And, uh, hell we're all still in that. Everybody who's a parent is still, unfortunately is you're going to lose sleep for these kids, but dude, they're, they're worth it. They beat the shit out of sleep. I'd rather be, I'd rather be tired and have my daughter than, 
well rested and not not be a dad that's it's it's fucked up to think about i'm i'm much much happier now having a kid i know caleb is too so that's a great reason to uh to be happy about uh, 2020 all right let's see what's up with the next voicemail i think um let's see here what do we got what do we got what hey guys um 2020 was a good year for me because i created my podcast and after years of, you know, procrastinating, I finally had the courage to create my own podcast. So you can also listen to me on Awuna Day with Omotayo. H-O-W space U-N-A space D-E-Y Awuna Day with Omotayo. Bye. Thank you, Miss Omotayo. That is a podcaster from Kenya. I'll, I'll link her podcast. Uh, podcasts are an audio medium, so not a place for subtitles. So I can't help you guys with that. In fact, I can't even help myself with that one. So thank you, Miss Omotayo. Uh, we appreciate you. And I wish you much success in 2021. I hope your 2020 was amazing for all sorts of reasons. I'm sure there's not that many Kenyan podcasts. There's a fuck ton of American podcasts because we all got iPhones and privilege. Uh, But, you know, in Kenya, how many Kenyan podcasts can they be? I'm about to go check out the iTunes charts for Kenya and see if she's on there. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for real. You guys think that's a joke? I'm on my laptop right now. And then let's scroll down to our territory because right now my territory is country or region, United States. And uh, I want to see what's up with Kenya. Here we go. Here's Kenya. I found it. Uh, it looks like they listen to Office Ladies a lot in Kenya. That's that's up there. Some stuff I can't read. Not because it's not English, but because um, the diabetes, the retinopathy, blinding me slightly. And uh, these, my laptop's kind of far away. I can't read the words. I got an eye exam on the 20th, y'all. Don't worry about me. They're going to take care of me. They're going to give me an injection in my eyeball. I'm going to be fucking cybernetic. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a microchip in that injection, but don't worry about me, guys. We got this. All right, I don't see Miss Omotayo there on the um, on the rankings in Kenya, but, yo, uh, get out there and listen to her show, y'all. I'm going to link it in the show notes, and um, let's put her on the map in Kenya and the U.S. Let's do that for her. Uh, we have uh, one more one more text it looks like um some sort of a love letter to 2020 from dj from the untrained eye let's see what we got from old dj from the untrained eye so dj said that he was having a bit of trouble with this so he wrote a letter to 2020 i shall read dj's letter this is dj our homie from the untrained eye husband of bath the queen for real This is the letter that he wrote to 2020. Dear 2020, I had no expectation for you to be any different than any other year, and in the grand scheme of things, you weren't. You took more than you gave, but that is the nature of time, and inadvertently making me truly look at how I've used my time so far, you showed me I should be a little bit more respectful of the little I've been given. I'm still trying to figure out better ways to use my time. I actually have a plan for my life now. Rather than just work until I die, I'm beginning the process of starting a business that I hope will be in full swing by this time next year. I still have a long way to go, but when I look back on my life, 2020, 
You will be the year that set me in the direction I should have been going for a long time now. Forward. Best regards, DJ. Thank you, DJ. That was a great letter to 2020. Um, I mentioned earlier that you should be doing the things that you want to do, and uh, starting a business is one of those things. You should start a business. There's, uh, There's a lot of reasons why people don't start businesses. There's investment capital and startup capital that's needed to procure technology or or uh, raw materials there's um the the considerable risk that comes with going out on your own branching out on your own and beginning a, a job that doesn't come with insurance benefits it doesn't come with paid time off or sick leave when you run your own business you're on the hook if you're sick there's no corporation above you that's going to pay you for your leave and you are buying your own insurance and you're, you're paying to insure your own family and everything like that. So I understand why people don't uh, branch out and start their own businesses. And, and all of those reasons are, are reasons to respect somebody who does branch out, who does take the risk, stick their neck out there. That's what he's really doing. He's putting his neck out on the line to start a business. DJ, you were uh, really kind of frustratingly cryptic about what business that you would be starting. So uh, thank you for that. I'm not going to sleep tonight, you fucker, because now I'm just wondering, what is he going to do? What's he doing for business? I'm going to have to text you later and bug you about your business. Like, what is it going to be? What are you doing? What do you think? What's your idea? I want to know. I want to know what it's going to be all about. Um, I was thinking about starting a business myself where I collect cups of semen from guys who jack off in cups who need to have their semen analyzed and then I rush it to the lab for analysis because there's clearly a need for that type of service. I myself, when I was undergoing semen analysis, I ran into a guy wire in my uh, driveway and ripped my front bumper off in my haste to get to the lab. You got 30 minutes to get your spunk to a lab, all right? So you got to jack off into a cup. Then like you got to get your pants up. You got to find your shoes. I mean, all of this stuff that I should have done before I didn't do. And then it, it literally took me 20 minutes out of my 30 to, to find my shoes. And I was going to be damned. It's not like you've got extra cups. I can't just jack off into a solo cup and put saran wrap over the cover. That doesn't work. You've got to go pick up these like sterile cups that have the little sticker on the lid. So as soon as you open it, they know it's been ripped open and stuff. Look, it's a tremendous pain in the ass and you don't want to go through this more times than you have to. So I'm like looking everywhere for my shoes. I finally 20 minutes into my 30, I find my shoes. I got 10 minutes left. I got to like rip roar down the road and get this thing in. I think I got it there like 32 minutes. I think I was actually a couple minutes late, but I lied. Uh, but I was like running in there. I was like pushing old ladies out of my way, uh, pushing them like the, the, the wheelchair guy, Stephen Hawking, whatever. I was like, get the fuck out of my way. I got to get this jizz to the lab real quick inside the hospital. So like I had to park at a hospital and like run it into this fucking hospital lab. It's like on the fourth floor. It, look, it was ridiculous. So I'm going to start a business where I take all of the work out of it for guys nutting in cups that then got to rush this cup. It's like a pizza delivery. I'm going to do it for you. I will deliver your semen. I'll be like the Uber or the Lyft for your ejaculate. I'm going to get it there in time, 30 minutes or less, or your jizz is free. I'm going to get it there for you. Um, you know, we'll we'll charge by the mile, I'm sure. And um, we might have like a frequent 
frequent ejaculator program where you get like a punch card or whatever, like the 10th one is 10th nut is free. I'll, I'll deliver that nut to the lab for free after the 10th one. Cause you know, you're paying for these tests is the least I could do. DJ, I can't wait to hear about your business. I hope that your business is one that is global because you live in Florida and I live in New Hampshire. If it is a business that I can um, patronize from the internet, if I can buy things from you from here, I will most certainly do it. If it's a service or something like that, hey, I'm all about it and I want to support you, brother. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, I have another voicemail here. We've got uh, only a few voicemails left, but... We got one here from, looks like Mikey T from old Phelan Hollywood. Let's see what Mikey T's got to say. What's up, motherfucker? What up, you cocksucker? Yeah, this is Mikey T and uh, Paranormal Fuckboy. Oh, the Freddy. Rob Sloppy, whatever. From Phelan Hollywood. From Phelan Hollywood. Um, yeah, we just, uh, I, I hope we're not too late on this. Uh, you, you posted asking us to do this like five days ago, but you know, you know how we roll. We're late on everything. Yeah, Mikey's busy working on... A movie and shit, and I'm busy laying in bed watching movies. Yeah, I'm not giving a fuck about you. Um, so yeah. it, here's us doing our due diligence. But what are we supposed to do? Uh, we're supposed to say, okay, here's what his thing says. It says, uh, "Let me know why 2020 was awesome." Um, I think it was awesome just because I mean he dropped the R bomb on a special Olympics. <laughs> it was one of the best things. Yeah. I think my favorite episode of uh, of uh, Shit Happens When You Party Naked was when he fucked the trans girl live on air. I think that was my favorite episode. I'm glad you liked that one. That was good. When was, I must have missed that one. Oh, did you miss that episode? Yeah. Yeah, it was on Facebook Live. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for real, 2020 was not the worst thing ever. It's what you fucking make of it, people. You're all whining and bitching and doing all that stuff. That's because you got nothing better to do than to sit at home with your thumbs up your ass and bitch about a fucking quarantine. Whatever. Go out, do it. Make the fucking best of it. Stop being a little bitch. Stop yeah. being little pussies. You know, I will say I've gotten the most play I've ever gotten. A, I've had so yeah. much phone sex this fucking yeah. year. It's wild. You've had phone sex? You know what? I got the... I got to hang out with most of the inner circle guys like a couple times. Yeah. So got to see everybody. I got to live out around the country or whatever, which is, is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, I got, I got to hang out with Jason Almy like two fucking times. Yeah. yeah. That's about, Hell yeah. that's about all a person can handle of Jason Almy. Yeah. Two times. <laughs> I mean, it gets aggressive, but I think it, we were over there uh, two times, maybe, maybe like four hours of a piece. I call it eight hours in a year. That's mm-hmm. as much as you need. You usually can only give about five minutes. So what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, is that a sex joke? Yeah, but it's all right. You missed it. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, uh, it wasn't that bad. I think 2021 is going to be awesome too. Yeah. 2020 was cool. Happy New Year. Uh, shit happens when you party naked is awesome. Um, Almy's going to find a way to fucking ruin more shit. True. Can't yeah, wait true. to see. What's on the horizon? Mm-hmm. Circles up, baby. Yeah. Check out episode uh, 247 of Shit Happens When You Party Naked. That's, I believe that's the episode where he fucks the trans girl live on there. You're looking into the future. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming back from 2022. Yeah, 2022 is the year that um, 
on episode 247 of this particular podcast. I'm on 243 now, so it was only four more episodes until I make sweet, sweet love to uh, translating on this show. Uh, pre-op, of course, got to be pre-op, uh, and that's that's what's going down. Thank you, Mikey and Fuckboy Freddy, a.k.a. Um, Props Poppy from Failing Hollywood Podcast. Y'all know Failing Hollywood, part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Yeah, circles up, motherfucker. They are uh, dudes who work out in Hollywood, live out in L.A., and they work out in Hollywood. Uh, I hope you guys heard my episode earlier this year that had Mikey and Jackie Trudell on there. We talked a lot of movie stuff, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, weird stuff that can happen um, with some of these folks that you meet on a set. I mean, it's not all... It's not all like Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington and Steven Spielberg types. I mean, there's just a lot of folks out there working. Not all of them are the reputable, really well-known, really famous and uh, professional type of of people that you get with a Christian Bale or a, a a Christopher Nolan or something like that, where these people are 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 they're at the top of this this game of this industry. You got a lot of people in the middle there, maybe even a lot of people towards the bottom, guys that are not afraid to whip their dick out and masturbate in the craft services van uh, while the food is being uh, set up and, and delivered and stuff, not wash their hands and then finish the food set up. Look, crazy shit happens and you guys need to listen to shit happens when you party naked. It was the episode, it was called Bright Privilege, which is a play on the term white privilege. It's bright privilege. You'll learn all about why I chose that title for the episode. If you go back and listen to Bright Privilege with Jackie uh, and Mikey Trudell of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. Oh, look at this. Um, They actually called back to record a part two. So this is is Mikey and um, the fuckboy again, Mr. Freddie. Bitch hung up on us. This bitch hung up on us while we were pouring our hearts out to you, Ollie, about 2020 and shit. I don't know what kind of shit this is, Yeah, but we can't talk for more than three and a half fucking minutes. Fuck the robot. Fuck the robot. And their agenda. I don't trust it. Yeah, that's why 2021 is way worse than 2020, because the robots are fucking taking over. Yeah. More than Y2K in this bitch. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, love you, circles up. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you're a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've talked to you for maybe an yeah. hour total. Yeah, good job. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. Talk to you soon, bro. Hey, look, Freddie, maybe next time Mikey can bring you on the show with him instead of his wife. And it can be uh, Mikey and Freddie instead of Mikey and Jackie. And, um, we can talk for more than an hour, bro. I promise you when you get to know me, um, I'm just as insufferable. Yeah, actually it's not, it's just like how it is not knowing me. Actually, I'm pretty hard to deal with, uh, just round the clock. I want you guys to consider what Christina's life must be like, because we live together. We see each other every day. Just say a prayer for her. All I'm saying is if you're Catholic, go to mass, go to one of the big uh, cathedrals, light a candle for her. Like, like in the Highlander, you know what I mean? Light a little candle for Christina, say a little, a little Hail Mary for her because she needs it is all I'm saying. If you can't handle eight year, eight hours of me a year, think about what she's got to deal with, especially working from home, COVID land, 2020, we were at home all day, every day together, me, her, the kid, her, me, the kid, the kid, her, me, the kid, me, her, all that, every permutation and combination that was us. That was 2020. 
And none of us have killed ourselves yet. It's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Family, I fucking love it. Uh, why am I drinking liquid death? This should, be, this should be beer. This should be whiskey. This should be turpentine. Yes, ethanol. Also, the reason why you guys were cut off at the three and a half minute mark, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it is because I have set the voicemail parameters of the, um, the shit happens line to only allow people other than me to talk for, for no more than three and a half minutes. You guys understand this is my podcast. I do all the talk and I talk so much. If I don't talk for a day, my head explodes. I start bleeding out of my ears. What I'm trying to say is that I had to program the voicemail to shut off after a short period of time because I need to hear myself speak again, bottling it up. My head turns red, then purple. I start looking like Thanos with, with, with blue balls who got punched in the fucking scrotum. And it's just really painful for me to not talk. So I had to cut you guys off after three and a half minutes so that I could get a word in and then... I'm glad you guys called back. So like back to you. Thank you guys. Failing Hollywood. Everybody, please go check out Failing Hollywood. I want to talk about them again in a few minutes. Here we got my beloved. Mr. Chris Wutsky left me a voicemail. What's up, Jason? I'm your team. I'm party naked pie. It's, uh, it's your boy Wutsky from the hashtag no offense show. Uh, I'm just calling to holler at y'all to let you know why 2020 was actually a pretty fucking good year. Uh, me personally, I bought my dream house in 2020, Hell moved yeah. into a new place, a uh, beautiful home for, uh, for myself and my family this year. And, uh, I, I was able to purchase a brand new truck this year, uh, making, making strides, making, you know, uh, personal gains as it were. Um, I got to come and hang out with you guys. I Hell got yeah. to come and see uh, all yeah. my people in New Hampshire for the, uh, the plunge stream this year. Uh, I got to meet your, your beautiful daughter. I got to shadow box with, uh, with Christina in, in your <laughs> kitchen. Uh, that was a, that was a great time, but I think probably my favorite, my favorite moment of 2020 was actually starting creatures of the night with you and, uh, being able to podcast with yourself and Adam Simmons on a semi-regular basis has been great. Uh, I enjoy it. It's probably one of the, one of my favorite things that I do. So cheers to that. Cheers to 2020. I know it fucking sucks for a lot of people, but selfishly, didn't suck for me. Peace, y'all. com. That is my boy, Chris. Uh, that is my co-host on Creatures of the Night, which if you're not already subscribed to Creatures of the Night, what the fuck are you doing listening to this and not being subscribed to that? Uh, if you like this, you're going to love that. Go subscribe to Creatures of the Night from the Inner Circle Podcasts, Creatures of the Night, in all of your favorite podcast apps. Chris is one of the co-hosts of that show, along with myself and Adam Simmons. And uh, Chris, I loved seeing you too. I love spending time with you. I got to see Chris twice last year in 2020. I got to see him in February at the Super Duper Bowl in New Jersey. Uh, and then I got to see him again just recently, just last month, December, uh, he came up to New Hampshire for the plunge stream, which went kind of sideways in true 2020 fashion. We thought maybe there was a coronavirus infection happening right there during the stream and the stream was going to become some kind of super spreader event and the stream got canceled early. And that was a really rough afternoon. I know it was rough for us, but it was really rough for my boy Riley uh, from The Plunge, Riley Trudell of The Plunge podcast. That was a really tough moment for him to have to pull the plug on his stream. But again, looking at things with a positive spin, trying to keep a positive mindset, in, in he had to cut his stream off early, but in the limited amount of time that he had, they already tripled 
their previous year's um, money raised for charity. So, I mean, the guy didn't even have to go the full 24 hours, and he tripled his previous year's uh, money raised for charity. And it's a worthy charity. So this guy's doing great things, and he got it done in less time. And also, he did the right thing pulling the plug on the stream. I mean, he had been exposed to coronavirus. Luckily, he tested negative. He didn't catch corona, but he had been exposed at the time. He didn't know he could have been uh, pre-symptomatic and infected with COVID and and thereby infecting everybody else who joined him in the studio for the stream. So he did the right thing by pulling it, looking out for everybody's health, even though he turned out to be negative. It was the right thing to do. He did the smart thing. So, uh, you know, just like Chris said, we didn't get to spend the time together the way we wanted to, but we did get to spend the time together. And uh, there were still a lot of successes, even that late in the year with the Plunge podcast and with with Chris and Adam being in town for that. Uh, Chris, I love you, buddy. Uh, Chris is just fantastic fucking people. But speaking of Adam Simmons, the co-host for Creatures of the Night that he just mentioned, Mr. Adam Simmons also left a voicemail here. Let's see what Adam Simmons has to say. Oh, three minutes long. Yeah. What up? Adam Simmons from the Simmons and More podcast. Uh, I just wanted to call. Wow, that is uh, so bad. Sorry. I am currently operating my motor vehicle. Uh, I figured that now would be as good a time as any to leave you a voicemail. Uh, regarding my favorite things about 2020. Um, I mean, I know that everyone says that 2020 was a terrible year, uh, but I have to disagree. Uh, we started 2020 together, luckily, thankfully, uh, and we also ended 2020 together. Uh, that in and of itself, uh, with the inner circle meetups, uh, the bookend, the shittiest year, probably in existence, historically speaking, at least, um, I think speaks for itself, uh, having the opportunity to not only uh, hang out with my closest friends, uh, but to generate the amount of content that we did uh, was fucking fantastic. Uh, it is no, no shortage of evidence of that. Uh, as I mean, your listeners know, uh, last time we hung out, uh, you did my favorite thing that happened in 2020, <laughs> and you said retarded a couple of times on a stream to benefit the Special Olympics of New Hampshire, and that goes down as quite possibly my favorite thing that's happened in the last 10 years, but I'll keep it short because I know I'm sure uh, all of this time of hearing other people speak on your podcast has not did well with you, so I will say that uh, I found the love of my life this year. Uh, during quarantine, and I had the opportunity to work on myself and, uh, you know, better uh, my situation as far as my anxiety and, uh, you know, my physical stature and things of that nature. Uh, I think that this was a, a bandage ripped here that kind of ripped off all of the bullshit of everyone's everyday life and showed them who they really were. And uh, if people had the opportunity to capitalize on that, uh, and they did, I think that everyone gets, uh, became better after that. Uh, so here's to, uh, yes, I'm drinking and driving. Don't judge me. This is New Jersey. We do whatever the fuck we want here. <laughs> you know what it is. Uh, here is to uh, a powerful 2021. Uh, hopefully we can take all the lessons that we learned uh, last year, the last couple of months, and uh, apply them now. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's no more riots. 
that's it. I love you. And uh, as uh, you know, I'm a big fan of shit absolutely party naked. Hi, Chrissy. I love you. Thank you for letting me fart in your futon. Uh, that's not a euphemism. Later, guys. Thank you, Adam. We love you as well. Uh, thank you for cooking pizza for us last month. This guy came to visit, and we fucking put him to work. My wife was like, you can come visit if you make pizza. Ha, ha. And then we're all like, ha, ha, ha. And she's like, wait, I'm not kidding, motherfucker. You want to stay here, you making pizza. You don't make no pizza, you sleep in the snow, bitch. She got serious. She got like the serious face, the serious eyes, and like kind of flared her nostrils a little bit, and we all got frightened. This guy traveled on a plane from New Jersey and then proceeds to make pizza, and he made incredible pizza. He's like, this is going to taste like shit. It's not my dough. It's some dough that he got locally, and it's not, you know what? It's not his normal, but it still was fucking amazing. The guy made garlic confit. He put ricotta cheese on the thing. He did, he did this whole, we cut up artichoke hearts to put on the, uh, the pizzas turned out incredible. And on top of that, this guy uses, we didn't have a pizza peel. This is like the, the, the wood paddle that they use to put pizzas into hot ovens uh, because pizzas are kind of large and when they're raw they're like floppy like my nuts and they're hard to get in and out unless you have a device for it and we didn't have one of those because you know why i'm not a fucking pizza owl like adam simmons is and he didn't bring his so what do you know we gotta improvise this guy we go into my garage and we find the smallest piece of plywood that i got we proceed to wipe down this plywood and then put flour on it and use that he used a fucking piece of plywood to move the pizza into my oven, and it was incredible fucking pizza. It tasted great. I can't imagine what his pizza, using his dough and everything, would taste like. This was just whatever he could find locally and some of the shit out of my fridge, but we had fresh herbs. We had everything going in. Garlic confit on a pizza, by the way, is a great way to go. If you haven't tried it, you owe it to yourself in 2021. Get on that. Garlic confit on a pizza with the fresh mozzarella don't fuck with that like shredded sargento shit get the fuck out of here craft fuck off just get some fresh mozzarella fresh ricotta was great on there too delicious stuff this guy made some really wonderful pizzas and so i appreciate that it was great fuck that everything else about 2020 could have sucked but the fucking we ended it on a high note with this really incredible pizza at the tail end of the month so um that was awesome it was awesome getting to see him and like i said he's one of the co-hosts he's the founder he's the creator of creatures of the night he's really like the fuhrer of the creatures of the night and that chris and i are really lucky to to join him and to round out the team and um and that has been a lot of fun i have to agree with chris that has been a really fun creative opportunity this show is a ton of fun for me to do. I love doing shit happens when you party naked because it is an opportunity for me to just get crazy and say whatever wild shit comes out of my fucking mouth sometimes. And it's an opportunity for that uh, and for me to put that out on the internet for some future employer to deny, deny me employment over. But Creatures of the Night is also another wonderful opportunity to dig into some of these really kind of crazy conspiracy uh, theories and take more of like a conspiratorial look at current events, these riots that Adam just mentioned. I mean, shit like that. What's really happening? Why is this shit really going down? Is there something behind that? Are there people pulling the strings? We have a ton of fun with Creatures of the Night, and I really hope you guys will check that out as well as this show. Please subscribe to both. Check me out on Creatures of the Night with my homeboys, and check me out here on, on keep listening to shit happens when you party naked, because my homeboys Chris and Adam will 
invariably join me here uh, from time to time as well to talk crazy shit about me saying retard on a stream. I'm still feel so bad about that. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's see. I got one one voicemail left. You guys know. You guys knew I had to end it with uh, Lady Shit of Fuck Mountain. Here she is, the lady herself. Hello, Jason Almy. This is your wife, and I'm just calling to say why 2020 was good. So my first one is that due to the lovely COVID, we got to save on travel expenses. Usually we hit up Atlanta two to three times, and we did not have to do that, or we weren't able to do that. So that did save us some cash. Let's see, COVID, it's a great excuse to feed my social anxiety and never leave the house, therefore rendering me a bit more socially awkward when normalcy resumes. Job security due to many folks making bad food decisions, so work (laughs) is nice and busy. And lastly, on a positive note, I got to see my kiddo and husband a lot more due to being stuck at home. But I hope you have a great show, and I'm sure I'll see you soon. She's going to see me soon because we sleep together every night. So, yeah, she's going to see me soon. Uh, and I got a surprise for her. Y'all can guess what it is. It's my penis. Thank you, wife. My wife, like I did, also appreciated some of the, the savings that we've had. She didn't mention the daycare going kaputs, but that was our single largest line item that got completely removed from our expenses. I mean, this is a woman who... I mentioned earlier in the show that if I had a free Saturday, I'm going to the movie theater. I'm going to get a a buttery popcorn. I'm going to watch The Matrix or some shit circa 1997, kick my feet up with my etnies and my my big ass fucking baggy cut off jeans on and shit like that. Uh, That's that's how I would have rolled. But for her, she's fucking opening up that laptop, opening up the budget, and she's going to fucking crunch numbers, and she's going to try to shave a little here, shave a little there, so we could put more money towards X, Y, or Z, this, that, the other, whatever, bada bing, bada boom. She's trying to do all that wild shit with the budgeting and shit, and I got to give it to her like, yo, without her, I would not be... I wouldn't be in the, the shape that I'm in. Like I said, I'm a wild animal. I'm a, I'm a contrarian. Somebody says, hey, you really need to save money for your retirement. I'm like, fuck you. We're about to find out how much booze and cocaine I can buy with $20,000 in my 401k. So suck my fucking dick. I'm about to go get fucking wild in Vegas. Don't tell me I got to save money because I'm not going to save money. I'm going to take all this money and I'm going to get all the hookers and cocaine I could possibly get in Las Vegas. And I can tell you, my wife has had a really great impact on me. She's a good influence. I don't do any of that shit anymore. So she she basically browbeats and pressures me into being a responsible adult and responsible human being and save money for my retirement, even though I plan on dying way before that. But uh, whatever, she gets an inherited all, so I guess she stands to benefit regardless. What I'm trying to tell you is that my wife loves saving money, and that was the big thing with this year is that our expenses went way down. We saved a ton of dough. We didn't. We really didn't spend as much as we would have otherwise if COVID hadn't shut the whole fucking world down, basically. So my wife appreciates that, and I think maybe less. Well, she, she really appreciates spending time with our daughter. She is as obsessed with our daughter as I am. We're both completely up that child's ass, and we fucking love the shit out of that child. 
less than that, like a, a distant, distant third, she enjoyed spending some time with me, I'm sure. I'm sure there were a few times that I was mildly amusing, maybe even slightly charming for, for really brief seconds of time that made it not so bad to be married to me otherwise. Um, so honey, I really appreciate that. And, um, I think that will be our last voicemail. I think we're just going to end with the wife. That will be the last voicemail of the evening, but I hope that you've been sufficiently convinced that 2020 really wasn't that bad of a year. I think we've all been conditioned by the mainstream media, which is also uh, a, a whole psyop run by the Rothschilds and other uh, reptilian one percent of one percenters that really exists just to convince you of things. All it is, it's a fucking psyop. It's propaganda. They're gonna say how stupid twenty twenty was enough times that you're eventually gonna agree because we're all fucking dummies and we we don't make our own minds up about shit. But the fact of the matter is. Think for yourself, fuck what the mainstream media is telling you about 2020. You need to just acknowledge that 2020, maybe it was awesome, okay? And fuck what these people say. Rothschilds trying to tell you with their reptilian lizard people how awesome or how terrible this fucking year was. I'm a real human being. I'm not a reptile. I'm trying to tell you it was it was not a bad year. It was a pretty good year for a lot of us. So um, hopefully you agree. If you don't, go fuck yourself. All right, and here is the part of the podcast where I am going to say thanks to some people. I I hope I don't forget too many of you guys uh, out there, but I'm going to try to say thank you to some folks who might be listening to this and uh, who had an impact on me and this podcast in 2020. Um, I know I seem like a prick a lot of the time, and it's because I am a prick a lot of the time. And I just, I want to say it's, yes, this show is about me. It's always about me. My life is about me. Of course, I'm at the center of this thing. And I know that it can get kind of tiresome for folks. And I don't, I don't want it to be that way all the time. And I want people to know that most of that is a shtick. Most of it is just part of, of me hamming it up a little bit, like my 18 doctorates and my PhDs and my, my advanced education and my prodigious intellect and my very high IQ and speaking multiple languages and um, just staying busy all the time, being a perfectionist. I know I like really, I play it up a lot, but it's, it's for the humor. It's mostly, I play up all the PhDs and all the education that I paid a lot for so that when I, I do something insanely dumb, like call the um, the live stream to benefit the Special Olympics of New Hampshire and then say the word retard twice, it is to enhance the humor of that moment. Because if I spend all this time bragging about how intelligent I am only to immediately put my foot in my mouth in the dumbest way possible, then that kind of makes people laugh at Jason. Like, ah, oh, this fucker went on about how smart he was for 18 episodes. And then look at him. He just said retard in the worst possible context and the worst possible environment. So uh, that's part of the point of that. And, and I just, you know, like you guys are important to me. Everybody who's hearing these words right now, if you're hearing this, you're important to me. You are, even if I don't know you, if we've never spoken before, the fact that you're listening to this, the fact that you've made it this far into this episode, it's a very self-indulgent episode, I admit. It's just me, no guests. I am playing some voicemails, so we, we get a little bit, you break me up a little bit, but 
it's a very self-indulgent episode and I, I I understand that and I appreciate you for sticking with it this long. Anybody that can hear my voice, thank you. I really do appreciate you for for listening to this. And I don't thank you guys every episode for listening because I'm trying to act cool. But the the truth is anytime somebody says that they heard an episode, they heard part of an episode, they thought about downloading an episode one time and never did. I appreciate someone anyone who who interacts with the podcast in that way um they're a lot of work podcasts are a lot of work even for folks who don't edit and don't do a lot of like social media stuff i mean there's still a lot of work and there's very little return at least financially you know there's not a, we're not all making millions like joe rogan on here a lot of us do this just because it's fun and like delvin said there's a, a social element and um there's something in it for us besides just a financial gain. Cause I mean, I could be doing something right now. I could be working at Walmart right now and making seven fifty an hour. I don't know. So, uh, I just, I want to get into thanking some folks for just being real motherfuckers or ride or die bitches or, um, selling me drugs or not stabbing me when they had a chance. And the list goes on. There's a lot of things I have to be grateful for. And, as a Buddhist uh, who has actually studied in Tibet, I just want to remind you guys, let me just revert back into my, um, so my head is so far up my own ass persona for a moment. I did study Buddhism in in Tibet at the Dalai Lama's um, summer residence, actually. Uh, not to brag about that. You can look that up on the internet. But um, I think gratitude is very important. That is why I kind of like this episode, like 2020 sucked, but um, there's still things that we can be grateful for and that we should be grateful for because the, the, the act of, of gratitude, the, the process of being grateful, it is kind of an active thing. You have to remind yourself of the things that have gone right, of the, the things that went your way, of the, the, the good times and the good people that are in your life. Because if you don't feel that gratitude, I don't think you can be happy. I don't think you'd be truly happy without gratitude. I think gratitude is the foundation of happiness and that you build happiness on top of gratitude because you have to be thankful for the things in your life in order to be happy about them. And if you're not grateful, then it's just a cycle of consumption and you just want more and more and more and you think that next thing is going gonna, is gonna to make you whole and it's not, it's not going to... It's not going to help if you're not grateful for the stuff that you got and the stuff that you should be grateful for. The things that I think produce the most gratitude are the stuff that doesn't cost any money. I mean, I'm not grateful for my phone. I'm not grateful for my laptop. They're things that help me to work. They're things that help me to connect with other people, but I'm grateful for the people that I connect with. The phone is just a tool for me to connect with people, but I'm, I'm grateful for the people that I'm about to talk about. I really am grateful for you guys. So at the top of the list, I got to thank Big Earl and Joanne. Those are my in-laws. Those are Christina's parents. Thank you guys for um, making sweet love and producing my wife all those years ago. And then thank you guys for just being real motherfuckers. I know they're not going to listen to this, so I can call them motherfuckers. But y'all are just real motherfuckers. Maybe Christina will play this back for you. Who knows? And you'll get to hear me calling you a motherfucker. But y'all are real motherfuckers. Uh, I love being able to talk to Earl about conspiracy shit. I like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, late, late Thanksgiving morning, maybe uh 10 30, 11 o'clock. We're dropping the first Turkey in the fryer and it's excellent. Cause we're out there. We're in the driveway, kind of right where the garage meets the driveway, kind of standing in the garage with the Turkey frying a few feet out in the, in the driveway. But 
crack a beer and just kind of watch the turkey. And we're, we're out of the kitchen. We're out of the way, but we're also out of that very busy kind of hubbub that can, that can go on with Thanksgiving. And we can just sit there and shoot the shit on Thanksgiving stuff uh, or on, excuse me, on conspiracy stuff. We can shoot the shit on conspiracy stuff. And it's just tons of fun to be able to crack a Bud Light with the Bud Light man himself. Big Bud Light Earl. Joanne, of course, also watches Evie a whole bunch. She's given us opportunity to record. When we have guests and stuff like that, she'll watch Evelyn for Christine and I. So Christine and I can be present for the, the guests and everything like that. And so they've really helped facilitate the production of this podcast in 2020 as well. I want to thank my homie, Delvin Cox. Thanks for calling in today on this episode, buddy. Uh, thanks for being an awesome dude. I mean, Delvin's like, he's a guy that thinks about his friends. Like he's a guy who will like watch your back and he'll look out for you. And like, if you're looking for a PS five, he'll look with you. He will try to find you a motherfucking PS five. This guy is, uh, like that's a, to me, that's a friend, right? Like a friend should look out for his friends. You don't have to bend over backwards for your friends, but you should do nice things for your friends to show them. Like I'm thinking about you, buddy, or, um, I appreciate your struggles trying to find a PS five, particularly at the tail end of 2020 with Christmas coming up and you've got a teenager and the only thing he wants is a PS five. This guy helped uncle Randy try and find a PS five for his son. And so did I, there was a point in time where me, uncle Randy and Delvin were all online at the same time. Walmart was supposed to drop a new shipment of PS fives and we're all refreshing the page, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. We're like on a text chat and we're keeping each other updated. And we, all three of us spent like two hours trying to get a PS five that day for this kid. Cause you know, uncle Randy's doing the real thing. He's trying to get his kid the like the gift that year that was going to be the gift. Um, spoiler alert, Randy did end up finding a PS five. We did not get a PS five that day, but the fact is Delvin is the kind of guy who will try to make that happen. And he's going to look out for you. And you know, he's, he's just an awesome dude. He, he thinks of his friends and that's a, a really great quality to have in somebody and a friend. Um, he also invited me to host his roast earlier in 2020. That was like a really fun event. I didn't know how it was going to go. I was very trepidatious. We start getting into like race and politics and stuff like that. And it's like, Oh, this is scary. Cause Delvin Cox is a black man. Surprise. Uh, Delvin Cox is a black man. He, he's a black podcaster. Uh, so of course, many of his listeners, many of his other guests on the show are, are, are black and other people of color. And so when roasting Delvin, it's like, you don't want to shy away from, this is a roast. You're not supposed to be a pussy about it, you know, but I don't think that you, you're just going to come out and, and sling racial slurs at everybody either. That's not funny either. So you have to walk this line where you're not being a pussy about things. You're telling jokes that might be a little bit, you know, walk the line a little bit, but, um, that was a really fun experience. And I feel like I wrote some really funny things. If you guys haven't heard the roast of Delvin Cox, that is on the Delvin Cox experience. I beg you guys to go check out the roast of Delvin Cox on the Delvin Cox experience in, in whatever your favorite podcast player is. You'll find it there. And I think I did some really great work. I told a joke about other N words. 
I was like talking to the bigots in the audience. It's like all of you racists out there, look, try to consider some other N-words to call your black friends or black acquaintances, right? Think about these N-words. And I proceeded to list off a bunch of N-words that were not offensive, right? They're just words that started with the letter N. And they were things that you could potentially call anybody, but you could call a black person these N-words like neighbor and nice and stuff like that. It was just a list of N-words. But the setup for the joke was pretty, at least in my opinion, let me toot my own horn here on my podcast for a moment. I thought it was kind of clever. And I think the payoff was pretty good in the joke too, because I led up to neighbor as if the the racists wanted to call a black man neighbor, right? I mean, the, the joke is kind of like if I'm speaking to racists who are listening, the bigots out there that's a scary term. You know what I mean? Like they'd be, they would be scared or intimidated to call a black man neighbor, right? That's, that's even worse for them. Right. But so the, the, the payoff I think was good. And he gave me an opportunity to kind of, um, make these jokes that were a little bit, you know, they kind of towed the line and it was, it was creative too, because there were some constraints there. Of course, I didn't want to just be racist with my jokes, uh, because that's not, I mean, that's not cool, obviously. And I'm not a racist, so I don't want to paint myself as one. And then you don't want to be a total pussy about it either. Cause then it's not funny. It's like, why did the chicken cross the road? We're here to roast Delvin. Okay. Don't tell some fucking preschool joke. So thank you, Delvin. Uh, thanks for being my friend. Thanks for calling the podcast. I'm looking forward to making more podcasts with you in 2021. We got some more shit coming, guys, uh, down the pike. Benjamin Bullman, I want to thank you. This is the Angry Dad, a.k.a. Angry Dad. Benjamin Bullman is um, a giant Mexican dude. Uh, I think there's really no way to say that. Imagine The Rock, but Mexican and uh, nowhere near as rich and handsome. But he is a very charming guy. So he's like The Rock in that he's huge. He's very muscular. He's a muscular man. That's why he's the angry dad. It's the all the sheer amounts of testosterone. This guy's going to come on the show. 2021, I make you guys, this is one of my resolutions for 2021. I promise you guys, Ben is going to come on the show. and We're going to talk nothing but meathead shit, bodybuilding, steroids, everything you ever wanted to hear. I'll tell you guys about everything I ever put in my butt, steroid-wise. I mean, in the gluteus, in the muscle tissue. I'm not talking about in my anus, okay, guys? I get your heads out of the gutter. So Ben, thanks for calling the show. Thanks for being a cool dude. He came on uh, to Creatures of the Night as well. He was a guest on Creatures of the Night, and that was an insane episode. He got like dragged, almost dragged into a mirror by a demon. It was nuts shit. It was really, really good shit. So thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Angry Dad. I want to thank Maddox and Devin. That's Jason Maddox and Devin Rains from the Heavyweight Chumps. These are my homies. That's like 1,200 pounds of fun right there. I love these two guys. Devin Reigns is known as Thunder Cookies, one of the most impressive and lasting things that I've ever done because most of my acts are tragic and unfunny. But one of the most epic things and lasting things I've ever created, a constructive thing that I've given the world, was to uh, dub Devin Reigns Thunder Cookies as a nickname. Because that man, he's got the thunder cookies. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about his fists. We're talking about him kicking your ass with his fists. He's going to give you the thunder cookies. And that just struck me as a, a wonderful nickname for Mr. Devin Rain. So I hope you guys are doing really well. I'm hoping to, let's reconnect in 2021. I feel like you guys haven't been on my show in a while. I've been on your show in a while. Let's, let's rectify that. Okay. 
Uh, Should old acquaintance be forgot? That's how that song goes. But I don't like that part. I don't want to forget old acquaintances. I want to stay acquainted with my acquaintances. I want to come become better friends with my acquaintances in 2021. I don't want to just ditch people. I don't want to just leave people by the sidelines. So let's let's make that uh, a reality in 2021, guys. Uh, We'll 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 do something. We'll talk about something funny. Maybe maybe Maddox and I will finally get get around to starting our podcast. I need another podcast. It's a One Tree Hill podcast because One Tree Hill is an awesome show. Fight me if you disagree. Go fuck yourself. One Tree Hill is a good show. I want to thank Jonathan Chow from Sleep Terror Clothing. He's a cool guy. His clothing is awesome. Go check out Sleep Terror Clothing, by the way, while you're at it. Go check out Sleep Terror Clothing. Um, It's awesome stuff. His clothing is incredible. If you've ever enjoyed a Halloween movie or a Friday the 13th, you want to cop some of his, his clothing because uh, it's very much like right there. It's 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 creatures as fuck. He was a guest on Creatures of the Night. I'm thanking him here nonetheless because I, I want to. And and he's been nice to me. He's a I, we talk about a sweet guy. I mean, this guy makes shirts with like serial killers on them and like occult shit and like skulls that are bleeding out of their eye sockets and shit. One of the sweetest guys I've talked to. He's just a super nice dude, and his clothing is really rad. Very creatures shit. He's got some like wicked cool like Illuminati pyramids with the eyes and shit like that very very cool gear i I gotta recommend you guys go check out sleep terror clothing please i'll include a link in my show notes so just click the link in the show notes go check out his website if you don't see anything you like seriously stick your head up your own fucking ass just go eat your own ass i want to thank jody b from the po boys podcast he called in tonight of course thank you for the phone call tonight jody b but this is a man and i, I appreciate jody b I, not not only do i want to thank jody b but i want to tell jody b that i appreciate you jody b i appreciate you because you are one of the few people that i deal with on a regular basis that understands the importance of offensive language you are you understand that in order to be funny not all the time, but sometimes you, you've got to say something, not just for the sake of being uh, being offensive, not for the, the just the sake of shocking people, because if you only go after shock value, what you wind up doing in very short order is yelling the N-word and telling abortion jokes and rape jokes, and that's it, and that's not very creative, but sometimes you do. You need to have an edge to your humor. I think. Otherwise, it's too safe. Some people can get away with clean humor. Some people are very successful doing clean humor that's not, it's still very good because of their personality. But I think for most folks, it helps to have some jokes that are a little bit, they, they burn a little bit, they sting a little bit, or or being good at roasting. And Jody B is one of those dudes who understands, like he gets it. You can talk to him and he understands, like He's not going to shy away from certain things at certain times because he understands like that's how you tell the joke. Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta really kind of like can't pull any punches. You can't be a pussy about it. Like I was saying about Delvin's roast, Jody B joined me on Delvin's roast. And unfortunately it was a podcast medium. If you saw it live, he wore a noose around his neck. That was fucked up. But hilarious, right? I think it's all about intent. And he wasn't trying to offend every black person ever. But when you're roasting, he understood the situation. You've got a whole bunch of white people that have been handpicked by Delvin. It's not like we decided to go gang up on Delvin. 
Delvin handpicked us and Delvin's friends, white people. What do you want? I mean, it is what it is. So he picked a bunch of white people to roast him and Jody B looked at it for what it was. And he realized this is just, it's silly to ignore the fact that, that there's half a dozen, seven, eight, maybe white people who are all coming on to tell jokes and roast a black dude. He, he understood like that's inherently, I mean, a hundred years ago, this wouldn't have ended so well, right? We're all friends now because we're all, none of us are bigots. Nobody there was a racist. Nobody was there to, to do any harm, but Jody B understood like the irony of the situation. That's why I appreciate Jody B. And I want to say thank you, Jody B for coming on the podcast this year. Bobby Kudo from the Bobby Kudo show, as well as this, the, the disgruntled Americans podcast. Wow. I almost had a stroke saying your second podcast name, the disgruntled Americans podcast. Let me just say that a little bit more carefully. This is just liquid death. I'm drinking by the way, guys, I promise Bobby and I have been threatening each other to come on each other's podcasts for pretty much the duration of 2020. I really like Bobby's podcast. I like it when he plays music on his podcast. The guy's got great taste in music. It's, um, it's not eclectic. It's, stuff that's pretty mainstream uh, that people have heard, but it's, it's older stuff. It's bangers. It's classic shit. It's not, um, you know, it's not the new stuff, but it's stuff from yesteryear. So not only is it shit that slaps, but it's like, I haven't heard this in a minute, man. Like I haven't heard this song in a while, but I fucking remember how much I love this song. This is a fucking great song. This song is awesome. So I always love listening to his podcast because he'll play some fucking great music at the beginning, at the end. And I'm always like, shit, I fucking love this song. Like, I need to go listen to the song now. He's got me in my fucking YouTube making playlists and shit like that. I'm fucking putting uh, all sort of shit like... Um, I'm putting crazy shit in now. Like Elton John, I'm, I'm like, man, I haven't heard this song in so long. I'm fucking putting some really great shit like I'm dragging out some 70s David Bowie ashes to ashes shit like that Olivia Newton-John man this motherfucker got me listening to Olivia Newton-John thank you Bobby Kudo because there was a period in time and and it might even include today and tomorrow I was fucking jamming out to fucking Olivia Newton-John ONJ as I like to call her Olivia Newton-John she's the shit man I gotta tell you she had some fucking not just Greece everybody thinks Greece but like she had some fucking bangers she her fucking shit slaps and not just physically either that's the one that everybody knows her from that's the 80s song it's like the quintessential 80s song there's some good shit like magic fuck xanadu get the fuck out of here olivia newton john and elo electric light orchestra together in one fucking song holy shit it slapped that fucking song is so good i'm listening to xanadu i gotta fucking do it i love that fucking song I want to thank Randall and Brooke Fowler. I want to thank Uncle Randy and Mrs. Uncle Randy from the Married as Fuck podcast. Guys, Randall, Brooke, I want to talk to you right now. I want to address you guys. I missed seeing you guys in Atlanta when we visited last month, right around the holidays. And normally that's a time that we try to see each other like in real life. Um, I've spoken many times about the community that we've created for ourselves with podcasting here in the last couple of years. And I think it's important to, when you can, try to meet some of these people in real life. Try to get together with some of these folks. I like recording live face-to-face with people. 
And uh, Brooke and Randy Fowler are are no exception to that. They live actually super near my parents in, in the Atlanta area, Metro Atlanta. So they're like a 15-minute drive for us, maybe 20. They're not far at all. It's not difficult for us to carve out some time to hang out with Brooke and Randy Fowler when we're in town. Um, it doesn't hurt that we love these guys. Last time we were out there, dude, Randy... Uncle Randy, dude, shit, he threw all this stuff on the barbecue. He got chicken out there. He got shrimp, barbecued the whole thing. We did this, like, build-your-own burrito bar. It was fucking lit, dude. It was so much food. I wound up making these two, like, super-stuffed burritos. By the time I finished the second one, I was, like, so uncomfortably full. I thought I was going to yak or shit myself in the middle of of his podcast. He had this old dog. We recorded a podcast after the burrito bar. He's this old dog who used to like fart a lot. And it was great because like I could just shit myself during the podcast and blame the dog. And they'd be like, oh, God, it fucking smells terrible. Oh, it must be John the dog again. I'm like, yeah, it's totally that fucking dog. He's sitting right underneath me just fucking absolutely ripping up this fucking place. Oh, my God. It, yeah, it's totally that dog's ass. It's not my ass at all. It smells like that. It's totally the dog. It's not because you fed me fucking shrimp and, and corn and fucking black beans. It, it has nothing to do with the amount of um raffinose and stachios that are uh, those are um those are carbohydrates by the way that are not digestible by human beings but it doesn't have anything to do with the raffinose and the stachios from the beans that are fermenting in my colon right now and causing me to absolutely shit the most heinous fucking smells into your fucking room it's all a dog uh i'm sorry we didn't get to see each other it hurt me to not be able to see. In fact, when I was in town, I didn't see any of my friends. I mentioned earlier in this episode that Joanne and Earl, big Earl and Joanne were diagnosed with COVID. And so we got the news and we got down there that they were diagnosed with COVID. Joanne wasn't feeling good. She went and got tested. Boom, COVID. Earl, they, they're they close. They're tight. Uh, I think even now they make love on the daily. And so we knew whatever she's got, he's got. Um, he tested positive for COVID as well. So, I mean, we had to do the real thing. I know that uncle Randy's not particularly concerned about COVID. Uncle Randy's not the type of man to live in fear at all of anything, least of all COVID. But even still, um, if there was a chance that Christina or I had COVID, I just, it felt irresponsible to try to see people socially, uh, during that trip, because it, what if I got Uncle Randy sick? What if I got Brooke sick? Even if it was mild and it wasn't a big deal, I would still feel bad spreading that, uh, knowingly spreading that. I mean, that's a dick move to to knowingly spread an illness. Uh, so just the fact that I thought I might, um, you know, my COVID test came back negative. Everybody, don't worry, I'm negative for COVID. But uh, but there was a there was a possibility that it could have been. It could have been that way. So I'm I'm really sorry I wasn't able to see Brooke or Randy Fowler, but I got good news for you. Uncle Randy, Mrs. Uncle Randy, we're going to be back in May. Okay, we're coming down, and we might be down for like two weeks this time. All right? There's no holiday like Christmas or some shit, so we ain't fucking around with church. We ain't fucking around with Jesus. Don't worry about it. We're going to fucking hang out. We'll go to the pool. We'll make a day of it. We'll order some fucking pizza. Uh, we'll drink some liquid death. You guys can drink some cocktails. I'll be your fucking DD or Christy will be, Christina will be your DD or whatever. You don't got to worry about it. And we will record a fucking lit podcast. Okay. And I do plan on hugging you both. I want to nuzzle my face in, in Randy's beard because I don't give a fuck. I'm immune to COVID. I don't give a shit. You guys want to know how many times I've tested negative for COVID? I can't even, I lost fucking count. I take COVID tests twice a week for University of New Hampshire. I can't get COVID. I'm fucking immune. I want to thank Tommy Bush 
for listening to the podcast. I want to thank my boy Elliot, Tasha from ATL for listening. Tasha, I got some stickers coming your way. Anybody else want some stickers? Fucking hit me up. DM me at Party Naked Pod. I'll send you some fucking stickers. Sean, thank you for sticking stickers everywhere. I definitely got some stickers coming your way. Sean is my boy. He fucking sticks stickers all over the place. Then he takes pictures and sends them to me. And then I get to post them on social. So, Sean, keep doing your work. I'm going to send you. God, I got to send him like 50 stickers. Sean, I love you. Thank you guys for listening. Joe Boulay. I want to thank Joe for making us some amazing bread. He made this jalapeno cheddar bread. Let me tell you something. Joanne hates jalapenos. She hates them. She hates spicy food. She can't do one iota of spice. She hates spicy food, right? I can't even get her to eat Taco Bell, okay? It's the least spicy thing on earth. She won't touch it. This jalapeno cheddar bread, though, Joe Boulay, you did, you did something that I thought impossible. You got Joanne to eat and enjoy a jalapeno. It was a fucking amazing loaf of bread, dude. It was incredible. I'm, I can't wait for you to make another jalapeno cheddar bread. Your other bread has been very, very good too, but the jalapeno cheddar is definitely my favorite dog. So good. Also, thank you for being around the other week for my previous episode when I embarrassed the living shit out of myself and for posting it again and again. And again, online, on Twitter and Instagram and wherever else, Facebook, everywhere, that you can. He posts the video clip of me calling the plunge live stream for the cure for to you know, the, for the cause, whatever. Because I guess we're not curing no legs because it's a special Olympics, right? I mean, it's not just people with extra chromosomes. It's people with no legs. It's like the Blade Runner and shit. It's like wheelchair bobsleds and shit like that. So look, I said the word retard. I didn't mean to, but Joe never let me forget it. Thank you for that, Joe. I want to thank Tyler Anson, a.k.a. Colonel Wheel, for not dying in 2020. Let's please do a show in 2021. I don't want I don't want COVID to come get you. This guy is high fucking risk. I'm high risk. I'm a diabetic. This guy is like high, high risk. He's high risk on steroids, only he's not on steroids because he got like negative muscle. That doesn't mean I don't like you, Tyler. I love you. Actually, you're a great fucking dude. I think you're a wonderful guy. Let's have you on the show again. Nolan Gregg, I want to thank my my second cousin or my my cousin once removed. I don't know what he is, but he's my wife's cousin's son. So he's like very tangentially related to me, but I fucking love him. I don't care if we're not blood. He's he's family, right? You don't got to be blood to be family. I love you, Nolan. Thank you for having LSD that you ordered on the internet. I'm not going to say any more about that. I'm just going to say thank you for, and I don't think anybody that works at the DEA or in federal law enforcement listens to the podcast, but just in case... This is all for entertainment purposes only, okay? I tell a lot of jokes on this show. I don't mean anything. Thank you, Nolan, for having LSD that you ordered on the internet. Awesome, buddy. I want to thank DJ and Beth from The Untrained Eye. We've been fucking with them for a minute now, and I appreciate them being cool and also making me want to shoot myself in the fucking mouth every time they play trivia on their show, which is every fucking episode. It's 90s Trivial Pursuit Trivia. It's I don't know, maybe it's because of how old I was in the 90s. I lived through the 90s. I was conscience for, conscious for, for the whole 90s. But every time they, they have a question that they can't get, and I'm like screaming the fucking answer in my car, and my daughter's crying, and my wife is like, stop screaming. And I'm like, I fucking can't stop screaming. If I yell loud enough, maybe they'll fucking hear me. You dumb assholes. It's the Czech Republic. You motherfuckers. But they never get it, and my daughter just keeps crying, and my wife is seeing a therapist now, and she's telling me, I got to see a therapist now, and I got like this fucking persistent headache, and I'm pretty sure the MRI is going to come back and tell me I got a fucking 
brain tumor. Thank you, DJ and Beth from the Untrained Eye, for giving me a fucking brain tumor with your podcast. It's incredible. But every time I listen to DJ not getting the answer, I swear to God, I want to kill myself by stuffing a Frisbee down my own fucking throat until I suffocate on a goddamn Frisbee. Donnie Gates, thank you, buddy. Thank you for being just a true bro, a good friend. 2020 was the year. We finally made our first episode together after talking about it for so long. And we made our second episode and our third episode and our fourth episode and our fifth episode. I think we made like half a dozen episodes together between our two shows in 2020. So it was a great year for collaborations with new people, Donnie being one of them. And a good dude, despite his really poor taste in films, he's got a really piss poor taste in films. Uh, But look, beyond that, Apart from that, fucking solid dude. Just another good dude to shoot the shit with. Not a guy afraid to pull punches. Not a guy afraid to offend. This is a guy who's going to talk about dildos. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give one fuck. So check out some of the episodes that I've had this year featuring Donnie Gates. I can think of three off the top of my head. Um, Four off the top of my head because we met in the cigar bar twice. He was on my round table for the... um, no rules podcast group. And then he was on with, uh, with vegan Patriot. Thank you. Vegan Patriot. Speaking of whom, thank you. Be vegan Patriot for coming on in September and talking about shit. I know, um, with, with the tachycardia and some of the, the, the other conditions. I mean, I understand like I'm a lot to handle for fucking healthy people, but for somebody like yourself, who's got, um, conditions. I hope I didn't cause none of that shit to flare up. And uh, I think Vegan Patriot's a great, uh, great girl. She's an awesome person. And go listen to her podcast, Vegan Patriot Podcast. Check her out on YouTube. I'll include links to her YouTube, of course, in my show notes. So guys, go please check out her. Alex Whiteley of the You Suck Podcast Network. He's come on the show a few times in 2020 as well. Despite his protests, I think he sounds just like Ricky Gervais. He's just like a friendly British sounding motherfucker. So I think it's it's classy. Like the British accent, you can't deny. It sounds fucking classy. I guess the right British accent. It's like American accents. We got a bunch of different accents over here. They got a bunch of different accents over there. So they got some dumbass accents too. They got some accents that sound very uneducated and stupid, but that's not Alex. Alex has got one of them good ones where he sounds just fucking cheeky and jovial. He's ready to tell a joke. He's ready to crack a pint, whatever the fuck they call it over there. I don't know, but he's a good fucking dude. Alex. I appreciate you looking forward to coming on the weekly bazaar in 2021. That's coming up. I think that's going to be like a week or two. I'll be on Alex's show, the weekly bazaar, and I encourage you guys to check it out. Tom Bruno. I want to thank you. He's also of you suck. I want to thank you for living in Vermont, but not coming to New Hampshire to see me at all in 2020 to record or even sending me some fucking Vermont chatter. You cunt. Why do I, do I have to suck your dick for a heady topper? You understand I can't get heady topper in New Hampshire, right? Vermont is the only fucking state where you can find heady topper. What is it too much to get a six pack of heady topper? I'll pay you for them. I'll Venmo you for the fucking heady topper. It's not even like I'm asking you to buy me a six pack and pay for it. Just fucking get me some beer, dude. It's a really look. If you don't know heady topper, go Google heady topper while you're listening to the last of the show. It's a fucking incredible beer, so go fuck yourself. I want some Heady Topper, please, bro. Please, I'll suck your dick. I got these cheeseburgers. Caleb and Rose from the All Bros podcast. I like calling it All Bros No Hoes. I like it because it rhymes and because it's hosted by two dudes, so there's no women on the show. It's factually 
accurate. All Bros No Hoes podcast. It's a film podcast. It's my favorite movie podcast to listen to with Crash and Taz Movie Seller. Those are my two favorite movie podcasts to listen to. I love being on uh, the All Bros podcast. Guys, check out All Bros podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes for that as well. We talked about Holiday and Handcuffs when I was on that show. And honestly, I like Holiday and Handcuffs. I don't give a fuck if that makes me sound gay or nothing. Because you know what? I don't care. I don't care how gay I sound. It's not It's not offensive to me. It's not, um, it's not a blemish to me in my mind if I'm sounding gay. Because I like Holiday and Handcuffs. It's got Melissa Joan Hart. It's got, um, what's his face? Slater from goddamn Saved by the Bell, right? And he's got dimples. He's a handsome man. I mean, he's got a charming smile. Everything you could want from a Christmas-themed romance film that occurs around the holidays. It's a great movie. I like it because it's, you know, it's a cheesy made-for-TV movie. It's pretty good. But when I analyzed this film for their podcast, I was like, holy fuck, there's actually some depth to this film. And it's a really, really good film. So please go listen to the All Bros podcast and maybe even check out our Holiday in Handcuffs episode that I did if you want to hear about. Actually, there is some depth to the characterization and the writing in that film. It's actually surprised me. I've really, my opinion of that film elevated as we recorded that episode. Like it, it was, you can hear me getting more warm on that film as the episode goes on. I want to thank Adam Nutter and Neil Wood from Cult of Us, formerly the Nerds with Words podcast. It's Cult of Us now, okay? So Cult of Us is the podcast you need to search for. Both of them came on my show in 2020. They're both uh, pretty funny, uh, pretty hilarious guys. They're working comedians, so what do you expect, right? They're going to be funny, and they also get it, right? They they understand. So these are good people, and I have to recommend it. I mean, they're fucking nerds, too. Comic book shit. I think Adam is... I think he's got Spider-Man tattoos in addition to maybe other nerdy tattoos, but then he like, he's, he's a, prof- he's a professional comedian with nerd fucking Spider-Man tattoos and like a um, hundred thousand dollar comic book collection that's been professionally graded. And he's like a weird enigma because he also trains in jujitsu. It's like, he smokes a lot of weed. He doesn't seem like the type of guy. He's a professional comedian. He should be an alcoholic who smokes weed all the time, skinny, about a buck 20, and he shouldn't be nothing, but he trains in jujitsu too. So I think it's like if you you underestimate him because you're like skinny, lanky Spider-Man dude, I'm going to fucking stick my dick in him. He'll like arm bar you and you'll tap out and he'll choke you out and you'll wake up and your asshole really hurts. So it's really kind of a weird fucking thing, but but kind of a cool combo of personal traits. I want to thank John Jamingo, a.k.a. John Buchanis, for coming and being on Creatures, that was a fucking wild episode. I loved talking to you about that crazy conspiracy shit. Also, John is very knowledgeable about podcasting stuff, recording audio, trying to make audio sound good, trying to edit things together so that they sound right, and that you can produce a pleasing product that's not only engaging to listen to but because of the content, but is also something that sounds nice, pleasant to people's ears. Don't make it hard for people to listen to. And so John is always helpful with this technical shit all the time. He helps the whole community, everybody. He's helped me. He's helped Uncle Randy. He's helped Chris Wutzke. He's helped so many people. And he just he just gives, right? He just gives of himself and his expertise freely. And he's he's a model for that. He's a good dude. I want to thank Jason Lampro of Mixed Media Forest and the Ronma One Half Podcasts. Those are his podcasts. And I, I advise you to check them out, especially if you like Ronma One Half. Um 
he called in. Thank you for calling in. Uh, just thank you for being around. He's just a positive dude that's in our circle, of course. And he's, um, he's just always like friendly and supportive and just what you want from another human being. I've never seen him be a dick before. He's, he's all good in the hood. And he kind of inspired me to start a new podcast in 2021 with his Ronma one half podcast. So I got to give him some credit for that. I'll talk more about that uh, in March, but definitely my, my man, thank you for, for giving me a little bit of a kick in the ass, even though you didn't realize you were doing it. Steven Meter and Nathan Pepin of We Needed to Talk, I want to thank you guys. Uh, COVID ruined our 2020 podcast, New Hampshire Meetup, which is too bad. I was looking forward to seeing you guys there. And then COVID just kind of spread its butt cheeks and shit all over whatever plan we had. But I'm looking forward to 2021, guys. Maybe we can put something together. There'll be extra special makeup for missing in 2020. And everybody will be maybe by late 2021 everybody will be good to go on covid vaccinated and such so feeling a little safer i want to thank pj and andrew and vegeta from the we are assholes podcast uh i was on their show actually somewhat recently i think it might have been in early december it was fun to be on their show talked a lot of shit we we actually got to talk about my facial favorite racial and ethnic slurs uh as well as chick-fil-a so we talked about all of the things that i love um so that was a lot of fun Go check out We Are Assholes. These are guys who, these guys maybe do try to be offensive for offensive sake. Um, these are kind of the racial slur and uh, abortion joke fellas, but um, uh, kind of like in an oddly sweet way because Andrew is just a, a sweet man who works at uh, Chick-fil-A and um, he understands how delicious motherfucking Chick-fil-A is. And if I can bond with you on anything, I'll bond with you on Chick-fil-A. I'll bond with a motherfucker on some Chick-fil-A. I love me some Chick-fil-A fucking forget about it i want to thank last and certainly not least i want to thank my homies from the inner circle podcast network i wanted to carve out a special space for you guys because this is i mean we collaborate a lot with a lot of folks everybody on this list that i've just thanked for the last 30 minutes are people that i've collaborated with in some way shape or form but um these are the guys i mean this is the this is the crew i mean this is the gang um these are like the made men. This is like, these are the people that are in the books. Uh, we collaborate. I mean, we, we, I talk to these people in one way, shape or form on almost a daily basis. I mean, not a week goes by that I don't talk to these people in some way, shape or form, whether it be texting or DMS or like a FaceTime group, FaceTime group chat, or we're on each other's podcasts. I mean, there's, there's a lot of collaboration in this group. And everybody in this group has some really wonderful talents that are unique to them. So as a whole, we gel. And if there's something that I do well, I'm happy to help others out. If there's something that Kaz does well, he's happy to help us out, like his photography and his graphic design. I mean, everybody's got something that they bring to the table. And, and that's a beautiful thing about this group. So uh, let me just suck y'all's dick here for a minute. I want to say to homie Casual from the Hood Diner, I'm so sorry that I'm such a habitual line stepper. I know I am. And to some degree, I do it on purpose, but to some degree, I can't really help it either. And, you know, it's like, I feel bad. But then on the other hand, you know, sometimes it makes people laugh. So sometimes it works. So I apologize. And homie, uh, homie Kaz, I, I just want to thank you for um, still talking to me at this point. If you guys heard last episode, I mean, it was, it was a close one. I mean, there's, he's got his reasons for not wanting to talk to me again, but you know, we're still tight. We're still bros. I mean, if you ever come to New Hampshire, buddy, you know you got a place to stay. No questions asked. I'll cook for you. I'll I'll do whatever it takes, you know, uh, just to show you that I'm not I'm not just a dick. Like I'll put you up. I'll show you a good time. 
I got edibles you can eat. I'll feed you edibles. It'll be mad fun. Um, Riley and the hunt from the plunge podcast. They put on the plunging for a cause to benefit the special Olympics in New Hampshire. I've mentioned a few times, of course, I called them up. I put my foot in my mouth. I didn't mean to do it. I'm so sorry for that guys, but I want to thank you guys for putting that on and involving us because even though the event didn't go as planned due to like the COVID emergency that happened about midway through the stream or, or two thirds of the way through the stream, it was still a pretty incredible event. You guys beat your uh, last year's money raised. You guys beat it. I think they tripled the amount of money that they raised last year in less than 24 hours. And we'll be picking up the live stream with them in a couple of days. We're going to end the live stream and record the podcasts that we're supposed to stream as part of the live stream. So donations are still open, guys. I, I suggest you check out The Plunge. I'll put a link in the uh, show notes again for Plunging for a Cause because it's a really it's a great cause. I mean, it benefits the Special Olympics. How are you going to fuck with that? And then uh, even though I did, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. I never would have done it on purpose. But um, it also helped us get together. There were so many inner circle people live and in person that got together for that and that was for the plunge the plunge did that riley and the hunt did that adam simmons i want to thank you and bobby moore and bobby light for um uh from sam pc that's simmons and more podcast everybody uh we had the super duper bowl in february of 2020 and we recorded sam pc episode 200 that weekend that was a fucking phenomenal time that was a really fun weekend. That was only I was only there for like 24 hours, but I had five, it was a great 24 hours. It was one of the best 24 hours I, I spent in all of 2020. Um, they also came up, both Adam Simmons and Bobby Moore and Bobby Light came up to New Hampshire to record in person at the tail end of December 2020. So I got to see them all twice last year. That was great. I want to thank Bobby Light especially for uh, macrodosing Chris Wutsky with that cookie. That was 2019, but even still, the ramifications of that macro dosages are still being felt today with every episode of the creatures of the night. Mikey Trudell, Freddie, Jackie Trudell, Nick from failing Hollywood. Thank you guys for calling tonight, but also uh, Freddie came on creatures of the night. We talked about ghosts, which is a fun paranormal thing. Freddie, actually, you guys don't know. He used to live in New Hampshire as well. And he used to do a fucking ghost thing. He was like part of these ghost hunters and they did like a show on it and everything. So, that's pretty cool. Check out that episode of Creatures of the Night. Check out Failing Hollywood. That's the podcast that Mike Trudell, Freddie, uh, a.k.a. Paranormal Fuckboy, a.k.a. Props Poppy, Jackie Trudell, Nick, producer Nick. They're all from Failing Hollywood. And Jackie and Mikey came on Shit Happens for what was a very funny episode, in my opinion. I mentioned that earlier, so please go check that episode out and check out Failing Hollywood. I want to thank Chris and Duchess Wutsky from HTN NOS, that's the hashtag no offense show. Um, those are my brothers from another mother's because I, I, I love those two. What can I say? Uh, Chris has probably been on Shit Happens When You Party Naked more than anyone else, possibly even more times than Christina at this point. So I call Chris Trans Chrissy and I call my wife Sis Chrissy at this point because I just, I got a, I got a co-host named Chrissy. Whether it's the trans Chrissy or the cis Chrissy, I got a Chrissy, and she's my co-host. Um, Dutchie was on in 2020 as well for an episode. Just me and Dutchie. It was just just her and I shooting the shit. She usually rips me a new one, but she was quite nice to me on that episode. 
And I had a dream like three nights ago, you guys, Chris, Dutch, you had a dream three nights ago that y'all came to visit. We got like a cabin or something like that. It had like multiple bedrooms. It was great. It like fit multiple families. And we, we had like a really awesome visit with like you guys and maybe a couple others. We packed the place out and we stayed up late watching movies and popping popcorn. It was fucking great. In my dream, we were just all chilling and having a fucking great time. Dutchie was busting my balls like usual, but hey, what do you want from her, right? That's what she does. I hope I didn't leave anybody out in all of the thank yous, but um, it is what it is. It's late, and I've had a lot of liquid death at this point, you know. Um, if I didn't mention you, like I said, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. I love you very much. I hope you guys have a wonderful 2021. I hope you guys keep listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked in 2021. I hope you guys check out liquiddeath.com. Use code Party naked at checkout. You'll save 10%. You'll do me a solid. You'll be helping to support the show. Check out innercirclepn.com to, to hear all of those podcasts from the Inner Circle Podcast Network that I mentioned. Sam PC, HTN NOS, Failing Hollywood, The Plunge, all of that good shit. The Hood Diner, all of that good shit. It's all there on um, innercirclepn.com. Also, please go check out official.com o-h-f-i-s-h-l.com use code swiping s-h-w-y-p-n at checkout you'll save 25 fucking percent on some really sick merch as well um that's run by the homie casual he's got hats he's got t-shirts i've got several of his t-shirts and i've got a bracelet he does like uh, accessories as well it's all badass shit please uh go check that shit out and hang with us in 2021 we're gonna have some fun i don't know what the fuck we're gonna do yet because i'm figuring this shit out one day at a time i don't i don't fucking pre-plan anything i don't even know what i'm doing i make shit up as i go i don't even know what i'm saying right now we're gonna end this podcast now i love you very much low voice i was in the crib when my balls dropped earthquake when they hit bro they split rocks now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt if she turn me down god knows that it's her loss baby what's your number baby what's your name i'm about to head to my house you should do the same i know you like the way i rap i spit game got you coming back like i'm crack cocaine I'm just a regular dude, well, I might be. See, I don't even really care at all.